0: I like to move and move I like to move and move I like to move and move You like to move I like the move movie. I like to move
1: movie. I like to move and You like to move I like the movie, I like to move and I like to move movie. You like to move Is it on? Boom! Tomahawk Yes. <laughs> All right. Actually, let's not do Bone Tomahawk. Let's say dragged r- 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 across concrete. Uh, welcome to I Like <laughs> to Movie Movie. My name is Dan Scully. My name is Garrett Smith. I uh
2: uh, uh I am happy to bring any Zoller titles to the table. Oh I, yeah, I continue to love his movies, like unabashedly so. And dead, I'll, I'll just Dude, dragged across lame. concrete. Really that movie fucks. That like, movie rules. The more I think about it, the more which is like all the movies I've seen lately have been like really good. Just like week later movies yeah yeah, yeah like a week later you think about it and you're like oh yeah
1: i just think to for all of his filmography so far yeah. it is not possible for a filmmaker that isn't paul thomas anderson to hold my attention for nearing three hours yeah even once yeah let alone three times <laughs> flawlessly yeah i dragged across concrete was one of those movies that it's i was like all right i've got a, have got a morning I'll yeah, do this yeah. in the morning. And then when it ended, I was like, there's no way that was three hours. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's two o'clock. You're yeah. like, I don't know how that happened. I watched it with a
2: friend of the show, Andy, and it was one of those things where he like invited me over to watch mm-hmm. it. And uh, I probably would, I wanted to see that movie desperately, but I probably wouldn't have done it on my own. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. just the runtime thing always it's holds me lot. back. But so it works. Him that inviting me, rules. I was like, great. And then I sat down and was like, I didn't even notice the length. It rules. Like at all. It yeah. rules. I really liked that
0: movie. It rules. I yeah. love it. Uh, I'm not even going to get into it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I could yeah. get into...
1: I just... What I think is funny about it is I went into it with a fine-tooth comb going, I'm not the person who ever gets offended. Yeah. It's just not in my blood. Yeah. I want to see what, what is... And I don't see in that movie an auteurial worldview. No, me neither. I really don't. I actually... It works functionally in a vacuum. Yeah. It could be argued about the politics yeah. of the reception of it, yeah. which is valid, but yeah. in terms of just like... I was like, this just... it's It's really a contained movie. Yes, like, it, it really is. It just...
2: It works. I don't know. It works it, it works by its own internal logic and is, is uh, it's very, so good very entertaining. that Tory Kittle's character, yeah. man, he yeah. is the
1: truth. Yes.
2: I, I really liked that movie right on uh, uh, so real quick I want to throw something out because we're gonna get into a lot of fun stuff today so I want to throw Joe Baden's name on the table before we get to promoting some other movies today uh, I don't know if uh, anybody will remember Joe Baden is a director he made a movie called God inside my ear that Dan and I both saw at Puff last year mm. uh, a New Orleans
1: production yes Nolans. not
2: uh, and uh, we both enjoyed it you can find I wrote a review uh, about it on farsighted I think you probably covered it on yeah the on Cinema Cinema 7-
1: um, so you That's can, a cool movie. That was one of my favorite ones from It was one year. of my favorite ones from the fest. It's one of those strange movies that... Uh, it doesn't like it's very clearly low budget, but it's yeah. not like a low budget movie. Right, yes. like it plays real classy and clean. Yeah, I forget what the budget was, but it is like criminally low compared to what this movie looks like.
2: And the the main performance is like fantastic, oh, yeah. fantastic. Uh, and I it, he Batten excites me in that way too, where he like clearly can get some like real talent uh mm. in front of his lens and knows what to do with it. You know, like um that's like kind of a tour de force performance that oh, is yeah. like really entertaining to watch. Uh, he has a new movie that he's making called Sister Tempest, I believe. Uh, and so if you go to Kickstarter right now and look up Sister Tempest, uh, you will see Joe's movie. He's trying to raise some money to get some of the uh, you know, the movie finished. Mm. And uh, I think he's going to be a guest on our show shortly. But we wanted to get a plug out there for his new movie while
1: the Kickstarter is still live. I think alive. the Kickstarter runs to the 26th. So yeah. act now. And the reason I brought up the budget before is that he made a beautiful movie with no money. Yes. So if he has less than no money, it's going to be more than no money, than some money, then it's going to be that much better.
2: Yes, if he has some money. So make it some of your money and uh, uh, look him up on on Kickstarter uh, so that you can um, help him out with his movie. We're we're pretty excited about it and would like to see uh, it get made as well as it can. Uh, and I think Joe's going to be a guest on the show in the near future, so um, look out yeah, for that I think as well. We got him coming up in
1: May, yeah. so definitely stay tuned. Yeah, look out for but that as well. Enough about that motherfucking yes, filmmaker. We have we got in a- our presence a filmmaker who uh, has completed a movie. Yes, Um He's it's done. been a guest on the show before. Yeah, and uh, I don't know. You want to just tell us? Tell us what we got here. Bone tomahawk. Bone tomahawk. Yeah, bon yeah. tomahawk yeah. I'm so excited to be here.
3: Um, it's Ian Kimball, everybody. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's your name. That's yeah. my uh, name. I forgot yeah. I mean, so to say your name because <laughs> I just know you're here. I like that if we just kept it a secret the whole <laughs> time <laughs> and didn't ever say what exactly movie I made. What in Tarantino? <laughs> yeah. He's fuck. Ian Kimball. So tell us a little bit about Dead Giveaway. Um, I'm pumped. Dead Giveaway. It's a feature film. It is not as long as uh, any of ours. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's it's uh a solid sixty-eight minute runtime. Oh, it's so perfect. Uh, it's, it's so nice. That's it's in and out. Like,
1: yeah, yeah, baby. Well, I think with because it was a short first that was what like yeah. twenty something minutes. It was there yeah, about? I think like
3: 27, 26, 27 minutes.
1: There is no reason why a twenty-minute movie can pad out to sixty-eight minutes and yeah. still work. And having seen Dead Giveaway, it like works even better. Yeah, I, th- I think so, so that's too. Very actually, very rare for a yeah. short to expand and and be able to not have gaps. Yeah, yes.
3: that was really it was fun because. Um, it was more of an idea to make it a feature before I actually sat down to start writing the script to make it a feature. And so I got uh, real hammered one night and I was like, I'm going to write this fucking script. And I'm going to make it an extra 50 goddamn pages. <laughs> And I was like, fuck. Ten yeah. minutes later. Yeah. It's <laughs> yeah, like the giveaway can... was done. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. No. So uh well, wait, if, just... you, if you're
2: a longtime listener to the show, you should remember that title because I believe we had Shoestring Gold, we had all of your crew yeah. over here to talk yeah. about It Follows and the short. You That's guys right. had just finished the short. Yeah, we just finished um, it then. So when we talked to you last. Uh, I think I think that was the last time you were on the
3: show. That's the only time. Yeah. Yeah. I- I think yeah. So which was a lot of fun. Yeah. Um the short was rad. Uh, and the, it's nice the short's that it very ex- good. Yeah, it's nice that it expanded as well as it did into the feature. It's, I legitimately think it's better as a feature, yeah. which yeah, is like I insane. Cool. I, cool. I, I like couldn't believe that
2: when when you showed it to and I was like, oh, this is like a fucking movie. Like, yeah, yeah. It's like worth. This is real, and it's like yeah. worth spending this this much time with these characters. Oh, absolutely. Like, at twenty minutes, I didn't realize how much I liked those characters. At 70 minutes, I was like in love with those characters. Rock and roll. Do you know what I mean? Good. Yeah. Good,
1: good, good. I think when so many people come up and they're like, Yeah, I'm in a band, I'm always like, Okay. They're <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like, Oh, I'm a rapper. I'm like, yeah, great. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm a model. Yeah, sure. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And so, like, when people say, like, Oh, I made a movie, not to be a cynic, but I'll, my initial reaction is like, Oh, yeah, I'd like to see it. But deep down, I'm just like, You didn't fucking. Movie. Talking about you made a movie. You got your iPhone. So hard to make a movie. But like you made a movie and it's a real movie and it's a good movie. Thanks, man. That's so weird. Not not that I would initially dismiss you, but because you're my friend and someone I know. Yes. If you say I made a movie, I'm like, well, if you made a movie, why haven't I seen your fucking movie in the movie theater? You know, you think you're hot shit. But in no I didn't have an opportunity to be a cynical asshole because it's yeah. just real. It's yeah, I was like it's I was totally like
3: please cool. watch this. Well that's I mean it's hard, and that's it's fun because like people at least you guys like understand the the film festival world and stuff. Cuz there's a lot of people Do that we? I love well you know <laughs> you know that they exist. Yeah, have a been to funny some. thing. I went to uh, I was sitting in at a bar and I was proving a point to a friend and the bartender came over and I was like, "Hey, name a film festival." And she's like, "Oh, what?" <laughs> and I was like, "Have you ever heard of Can?" She was like, "Nope." And I went Sundance. She was like, "Ah, uh, uh, maybe." Yeah, had no fucking idea. Yeah. And so I was like, I like, like "What shit. about Cans?"
1: Yeah, cans. Cans. Like, I've heard of Cans. How about Con? I know con. the Cans. Con. Yeah. Con.
3: um <laughs> But um, but I have a lot of people that I really love who don't know shit about movies, yeah. and they're like, "When's it gonna be on Netflix?" <laughs> yeah. yeah, and I'm like, "When Netflix fucking buys it?" Like I don't know. Yeah. yeah. If you're just an, tell a, them it's a stand-up special, if, if and they'll you, put it on tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. right. If yeah. you're a listener and you and you work for Netflix, please please <laughs> yeah. buy my movie. <laughs> please, you can have it. You can just take it. Yeah. Uh, well, but that's the reason you're here is because people yes. can see your movie now. They finally can see yeah. the movie yeah. on May 10th at uh, the Philly Independent Film Festival. We're playing at the Gershman Y, uh, which is the uh, right across the street from University of the Arts. Um, uh, uh, May 10th at 6:30 p.m. Yep. And it's cool because there's a few short films playing right before ours. One of them stars Sherry O'Terry.
0: Oh really? Yeah, which oh, is pretty cool. Man. That's amazing. Yeah, it's pretty I was round. wondering what happened with her. Yeah, she's I, in she's a short so film. funny. Yeah. And
1: she was one of those that came out of SNL that I thought was gonna like really explode. And she kind of didn't. Yeah. And she was so great. Now
2: you can tell people Cherry Terry opened for you.
3: Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not gonna, but like, I still will try. I tell people (laughs) Hannibal (laughs)
1: Burris opened for me all the time and it's just because I was up next at an open mic, but then he rolled through so they bumped me back a spot. (laughs) And... And it, I mean, I'm happy to do it. Yeah. I, was, I got a yeah, free Hannibal yeah. Buress show. He was goddamn wasted. Yeah. But, um, awesome. Oh, but he was great. He just yeah. read the menu at Noche and crushed just reading the menu. And so then I went up and just like, hey, yeah.
3: <laughs> was it. but he's still technically open for Yeah, yeah, yeah. right. So but good. uh, but yeah, so May 10th, people can come to the film. And there's uh, from the 8th to the 11th, there's a lot of cool movies playing uh, yeah. that we're looking for. But the May 10th, Friday night, that's our big one. <clears throat>
1: Someone's nervous. I am nervous.
3: <laughs> it's all the decaf coffee I'm drinking. Are you um, Drink a decaf? Yeah, I can't drink regular coffee because it makes my heart fuck up. Yeah. So mm. I just. Yeah. I, I thought you like were a...
1: crazy when you said you're getting coffee. If I have caffeine after one, that's like guaranteed panic attacks at bedtime. Yeah. <laughs> yeah no. I, have, not, uh,
3: I put like a splash of regular coffee in there so I still feel like the 22 year old I once was. Nice. Yeah. And then I fill it with decaf because I'm sad. No, that's cool though. Um, no, yeah. But that's so, how you got to do things now that we're yeah, old men. Yeah. We were talking about how everything out. hurts. Yeah. Yep. yep. Um, But yeah, no, it's going to be a really fun night. We're going to have a lot of cool shit leading up to it, too. Like, uh, we have a night at a local cocktail bar. Um, I'm still working out details on it. So there'll be us more stuff in, on the yeah. yeah. So, like, a couple of the actresses are going to be bartenders for the night. Oh, nice. Yeah. And, like, we have uh, some other fun party stuff coming up. And then at the premiere itself, we're gonna have a lot of cool shit around. Like, um, I'm gonna set up a lot of the costumes on mannequins, oh, right so people on. can see them. And like, well, yeah, we're, I'm kind of. It's gonna be a really fun event. It's not like you're just gonna go sit down, watch a movie, and leave. Mm. We're gonna have a lot of fun shit happen along the way. Right on. So very excited. Yeah, dead yeah, give yeah. I'm pumped. Yeah, dead giveaway. So that's I at the Philadelphia about. Independent Film Festival. That's right. right? Yeah, Philadelphia yeah. Independent Film Festival. Yeah. Yeah. that's awesome.
2: We used to I'm eat ribs excited.
1: with this dude, <laughs> but we didn't have a clue. Oh, so good. <laughs> Remember that? Oh, 100% away? Yeah, that's like, that's the first time I've ever heard it. (laughs) (laughs) But um, (laughs) it's really, it's really dark that that song exists. But I never hear Dead Giveaway without just thinking, didn't have clue. (laughs) Talking about keeping people in captivity. How zany. But yeah, it's going to be a great time. Oh right on man yes cool. and we will make sure that we put up links to yes. all of this yeah um, I know I'll be at the premiere I I'm going to be it there. in my calendar yeah. cool. so, um, so people can come um, but hang all out the with... other stuff I want to go if I can so yeah. we'll awesome. spread yeah. the word
3: it's be a we'll lot of fun pack that house and come hang get out with the movie done. movie
2: boys at another screening boom boom yeah.
1: chickity chickity
2: it'll be fun. I think
3: and I think it'll be the second time the four of us have seen a movie together <laughs> uh-huh because Jacob's going. So, oh, sweet. Yeah. So, what was the other time? First Man was first it the only man. other time oh, we've yeah, all seen a movie man? together. It's yeah. when all four of us were together for yeah. a movie. Have I we mean, all
1: come around on that movie actually being excellent? I, I love it. I did yeah, like I that, that movie. Saying, yeah. Yeah. I liked it when I saw it, but then in hindsight, I was like, that was real fucking yeah, good. Like, it's that's really really actually good. like a special movie. I yeah,
3: think. yeah. I think it's really great. I think it'll hold up in like 10 years. Yeah, without a doubt. But, um, but yeah, no, it's gonna be a lot of fun. It's gonna be great. I'm I, pumped. I, I can't wait. And you, I'm glad to be here. Thank you guys for having me on. Oh, dude, of course. Yeah, uh,
2: we're happy to have you and to promote your movie. We legitimately liked your movie. Cool. So, yeah.
3: Sweet. Uh, I, I'm
2: excited to see it with a crowd. Like, I, I hope that uh, people listening will understand. Like, we're we're being honest when we say we like really enjoyed your movie. And I think that your movie is going to be like a blast
1: with a packed theater. Cool. I think that it'll definitely like with, with horror movies. The right crowd can yeah. be awesome yeah and like this in front of the right crowd it's gonna be real responsive yeah yeah, yeah. i'm confident it's a good one for it's that.
3: got some funny moments yeah. oh yeah. yeah yeah
2: it's uh this is a very enjoyable me- oh yeah i guess like if people don't know what dead giveaway is it's i mean would you just say it's like a slasher that's
3: a um, comedy like how would you, you sort know? of it definitely uh, it's definitely in, it's in the comedy block yeah so um but the whole plot of it is that a girl gets blackout drunk one night. um and wakes up the next morning next to a guy in her bed. She has no idea who he is or how he got there, and he's been stabbed to death. Yeah. So there's blood everywhere. So naturally, she calls up her best friend, and the rest of their day is trying to figure out who this dude is and what the hell is going on. Yeah. So it's uh, it's zany. It's, it's very <laughs> yeah. zany. It's sort of a... Plot-wise, like The Hangover,
1: yeah, yeah or yeah. like a yeah. Paycheck, yeah, <laughs> where it's like we've got to figure out what happened last night. Yeah, yeah, exactly,
3: and it kind of all happens in in almost real time, like it only really a couple of hours pass in their yeah. day, so.
0: Yeah. It
1: is funny. Where it differs from Paycheck, though, is that there's no action scene involving a bow staff. <laughs> so that's not. Fuck! That's not, yeah. I left that you know. out. That's, where pay, that's the pay one area, the literal only area where Paycheck gets the edge is that there's a bow staff. Fight. Fuck. The yeah.
2: only thing I remember about that movie is that the final set piece is in some weird scientific experiment chamber something or something. like that. Well, that's right? where
1: he gets the bow staff because it's not like a, a crafted bow staff. Yeah. It's just it's like a, pipe. a metal pipe. And then he's yeah. like, well, good thing I have bow staff skills. <laughs> yes. And yeah. Like, I was just. In Daredevil, you've seen it, yeah. <laughs> yeah, man, that—that's that, John Woo, ain't it? it? It is John Woo. John Woo. Yeah. Wow. Is In fact, John Wu. That's insane. I, yeah. I actually own that on DVD because I found it. <laughs> I literally just found it I, on the street did like you know, a week after I moved to Philly. That's actually the only way that movie is available. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, how did this get here? Yeah. I'm not gonna. I'm, I'm not even gonna watch it. I'm yeah. just gonna keep yeah. it and throw it in the shelf. I have this now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would watch it again. I like you John Wu. That's the thing. I bet it's a lot of fun, you know, in the way that those things are. You know, there's a bow staff. Yeah, Yeah. 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 pew pew, (laughs) all that fun stuff. (laughs) That was, uh, believe that was Philip K. Dick, correct? Oh, uh, I don't know. One of those guys, either him or like Richard Matheson. One of those, just like. Twilight Zone guys. All I remember is it's Uma's in it. Uma and Affleck, right? I, yep. I think I have that right. Yeah, yeah. And they're credited as that Uma, Uma and, and Affleck. Affleck. <laughs> and it's just it's we all know back in the era there was a whole string of Uma and Affleck movies. <laughs> Uma and Affleck go to the beach. You yeah. know, <laughs> Uma and Affleck go to space. My favorite Uma versus Affleck. <laughs> <laughs> also, Yeah. But Uma vs. Affleck Two, Affleck's Revenge. Yes. Oh, hell's yeah. Yeah, I mean, some say that's better than the first. I'm amongst them. I would say so. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's (laughs) one of the. It's one of the great sequels. I think we just wrote your next script, (laughs) but Uma (laughs) (laughs) vs. Affleck Two.
3: Yeah. Yeah, Right. No (laughs) one. one. That's gonna go over so well. It's going to go over so oh, well. The,
2: but Because the sequel to that is definitely better. Oh, without a doubt. Because yeah. all the setup's already out of the way.
1: Well, and in the first one, you're like, oh my god, I have so many unanswered questions. Yeah. But in the second one, no, we just, we're just yeah. answering yeah. them. Yeah. And yeah. Affleck Ooh, gets, his yeah, gets his yeah, revenge. He gets his revenge. That's yeah. what I want to see. That's what's yeah.
0: important. <laughs> I've already seen him get her revenge. Yeah. It's called Kill yeah. Bill. Yeah, Affleck's never kid. gotten his revenge. Yeah. <laughs> until Ooh. today. Yeah, th- this that's is it. The, the, <laughs>
2: what if the tattoo on his back like becomes real and he turns into the angel he played in Dogma? Oh, sold. Right? Doesn't he have like wings tattooed on his back something crazy like that?
1: I don't remember, but sure. Yeah, I let's do so. It. so, so. I he does so. now? Yeah. He does yeah. now. In fact, That'll be, that's what we'll constantly reference in Uma vs. Affleck 2. It'll be like, well, remember back, like a couple months back when I got this full back tattoo? Yeah. <laughs> and we all just assume that that was what most of the first movie was. Yeah, yeah. Was him on a table, like, ah, oh, this going to be so worth it. Ah, oh, I'm going to get this done and then I'm getting my revenge. <laughs> it's a six oh, 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 hour oh, oh, movie. Oh, 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 you're getting close to the shoulder blade. No, yeah. no, I got it. I got it. I got it.
3: <sighs> just him. It sips water from a straw. <laughs> yeah.
1: He's like what are do you doing? You read that? He's, he's just <laughs> full on Boston in this one. It's gonna be a wicked, wicked piss of can, tattoo. Can,
3: <laughs> can, can Matt Damon from Goodwill Hunting be his tattoo artist? No, but
1: Matt Damon from Eurotrip can. Fuck yeah. <laughs> so okay, good. Okay, cool. I'm also, in. my answer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: y'all want to talk about the movie we're gonna talk about? Yes. Yes. Y'all, y'all want to talk about a movie that exists? Yeah. Let's yeah, do yeah. it. That's probably yeah. a good idea. So we are going to be talking about because uh, we want clicks, and we know a great way <laughs> to go about doing it is to talk about arguably the biggest hit of the year so far. For sure, uh, yeah. us, us, Jordan Peele's might even, uh, sophomore horror film might even be legitimately the biggest hit of the year so far. I didn't look that up before, but it, whether did the numbers? Yeah, I I don't know, but like in terms of like fast forward three months, it'll still be in the theater. Yeah, yeah, I know it was the I I think. It did make the biggest
2: R rated opening of all time. It like there was like well, it actually it. broke a bunch of box office records. Yeah, what was nice. it
3: like a seventy million dollar opening something weekend? Like that, yeah, so that's that's definitely the biggest of yeah. or, or biggest
2: like original R rated horror movie yeah. weekend or something yeah. like that. Yeah. yeah,
3: it'll definitely be bigger than the Avengers for sure. I don't know about that. <laughs> I'm Just, I don't I'm know just about kidding. That. Yeah, the Avengers
1: cool. just the other day in pre sales yeah. doubled the pre sales of Aquaman, Last Jedi, Civil War, and uh, Captain Marvel combined.
2: Yeah, they, the Vandango yeah. put out a stat just the other day that was something like, in five, it, it it has outsold Infinity War f- by five times. In its pre-sales. Or what? like, or something insane like that. It's like some really fucking insane
1: stat. It's going to be the highest yeah. grossing yeah. movie of all time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Avatar's going home. Yeah. And yeah. It's, it's definitely it's going just, to be... I
3: mean, I was saying this to guys that I work with. It's just a race to a, how fast you can make a billion now. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Because yeah. Yeah. they were like, oh, what's going to be the next big movie? I was like, whatever they can do to make a billion dollars yeah. next. Did not yes. have
1: to Marvel cross a billion... I don't overseas? think it's crossed
3: a billion yet. It might have. Like, I, have no yeah. I mean it's I mean it's doing yeah. it's doing numbers. It's fine. Oh Yeah. yeah. Doing fine. It'll be
1: okay. Yeah. Yeah. It'll yeah. be okay. Disney's Marvel's not going anywhere. Yeah, Disney's, yeah. Yeah. Not, it. Going any- yeah, Disney's <laughs> not going anywhere. Yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah, it, I, yeah. it's the I mean, uh, uh, I don't need to put my fucking uh, tinfoil hat on about it, but it is like this is like we're watching like move like the how movie studios break, kind of. You know, yeah. it's like now that you can make a billion dollars, why would they ever make a movie that isn't meant to do that? Yeah. yep. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, of course, that's what they want to put their money into—is movies Fuck that make yeah. a billion dollars. Yeah, so of, of course, think about I'm a pay money. To a company, it. and if yeah, I told uh, yeah.
3: you, like today, you yes. have to give me 200 million, and within 18 months, you're going to have a billion. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah. Done. Sure.
2: Right. Which is why it's like they're not making like the 50 million dollar movies anymore. Yeah. Because it's like, what? Why would we? We can make a billion if we start at 200. You exactly. Know? Yeah.
3: Throw 300 million dollars at yeah. Star Wars Episode Nine, see yeah. what happens. Yeah. I mean,
1: interesting that it's like. I mean, I guess we kind of see this in systems everywhere, and this can tie into us. It's kind of funny how the middle class is disappearing yes, in movies. exactly. We have these right. huge, giant budget yep. movies. And, you know, to counteract that, we have more exhibition opportunity than ever. Yep. Uh, anyone can make a movie, anyone can get it released, yep. you know, to some degree. So there's all these great new stories coming in. But, like, that middle ground, like just yes. the, the three and a half star adult drama, yeah. that doesn't really That's exist. Nice. Yeah. You know, well, it's, it's fine I mean, it exists, but it's not like we're not backing those the way that. that well, we we back in Avengers.
2: I would guess, I'm just guessing because I don't actually know the figures, but I would guess that something like Us is actually a somewhat middle-budgeted movie. Oh, yeah. But it's like, you have to have done something like Get Out to get even the, the, like, total mid-range budget yeah. that this well, movie was probably get, get made out, on.
1: you've got to do Keanu. Yeah. You've got to do six seasons of yep. a hit TV yep. show. Yep. You've got to be a writer on Mad TV. Right. Yep. You've got to, like, go, was he yep. Groundlings? He might have been Groundlings. I don't know, but, like, yeah.
2: Yeah, like yeah. that's like
3: it takes your entire life. Yeah, like it's your whole career to because get what I is a
2: mid, like a total just like mid range budget. Mm-hmm. You know think what I
3: mean? Us was thirty five million. That feels right. I think Because that was the budget, because
2: Blumhouse usually is like their whole thing is like we spend five million dollars on movies, right? But they will occasionally go like we'll give you ten, we'll give you fifteen. Well, because it's Jordan Peele. Yeah, because like, they it's exactly it's yeah. like, and then they did that with Get Out. I think that was somewhere between like eight and fifteen or something. I, I like want to say
3: it was closer to like eight or nine.
2: Yeah, and and, and you know, and then he he makes. Uh, yeah, that, that movie it made it. bank and, and so then it's like okay well we'll give you whatever this might have been 73 80 budget at yeah. least according
1: to wikipedia so it's dubious Is 20 mil 20 mil but interesting like, yeah the take at least on as last it was updated yep. on wikipedia is 220 mil so yeah. it's already just like yeah they're dirty. fine yeah
2: yep and it's just like that's insane that it's like yeah. you uh, i mean it's whatever but it's like yeah it, you know it feels like we we at least i think came of age in an era where it was like we could give you ten million dollars to make your movie. Oh, absolutely. You know, like yeah, we could give you twenty million dollars to well, make it. Well, that's
3: your the movie. thing. Anything under twenty million is considered low budget. Yep. Which yeah. like I not to go back to mine, but it like it makes me look at things like but fu- like if somebody asked me to make dead giveaway for 20 million dollars yeah i don't know how the fuck i would yeah. spend it yeah yeah, give yeah, spend that yeah. Money, yeah yeah i'd be like i guess i can just build everything inside of a sound studio and then like still give you 10 million dollars back at the end <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. because yeah. i spent it honestly all. if you
1: can do that that'll probably get you more jobs yeah, yeah, so yeah, like, well, yeah on time and under budget yeah. that's my goal Shit. man yeah. yeah also maybe spring for everything bagels at the uh, at the uh, craft service. Yeah, that's dude, nice
3: no? of you, but I don't like actors that much. Fair
1: enough. So and like, also, I never thought plain, about this when eat, I said it, but the, all that shit in the teeth—you yeah, yeah. just upped your. We're
3: recording this. Oh shit! <laughs> okay. I love them. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> You're allowed to not like actors. Yeah. It's okay. That's like
1: <laughs> actors and directors don't get along. It's the whole Herzog. Yeah, right. uh can his name. Hitchcock uh,
3: calling them cattle. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, uh, Klaus Kinski.
1: Klaus
2: Kinski. That's That's I it. I only got to that because I started. I was like, "What does Nicolas Cage call himself? California Class Oh yeah, 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 and he's correct. Yeah, in, yeah, in yeah. saying yeah. that. So
3: yeah. I'm gonna make the first point about us. Go that dive in. Is uh, simple and just really fun to me. So far, both of uh, both of Jordan Peele's movies, Get Out and Us, start with people driving to a location. Mm-hmm. Once they get to that location, they need to escape that location, and both movies end with them driving away from that location. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. That's true. Yeah. That is true. Wow, that's, that's wild. I didn't yeah. think about that. Yeah. I I was literally laying in bed awake and I was like, "Motherfuck, they both follow that exact same pattern." There's a that's million wild.
2: great pieces you can read about the movie online right now and I'm not going to be able to like name check them as I as I should for this, but like w- I read a really good piece that was about how they are they're like two movies in conversation with each other. They like if you think about if you try and if you try and take Get Out and Us as sort of like Two movies that are trying to describe a similar cultural phenomenon or problem—they sort of have different things to say about different angles of mm-hmm. that, uh, of sort of inequality in America. Basically, um, uh, it was a really interesting piece. They they quoted like a lot of really interesting writing in it that where it was like, "Oh yeah, I could totally see how like Get Out's about one side of this, and Us is about the other side of this." I think
1: where they both—and this came clear to me in seeing Us the second time last night—the thing that that I think both of them are about. Uh, to a degree is just the idea of like to to put it simply putting on a mask. Yeah. But like putting on a performative illusion. Mm -hmm. And in Get Out, it takes the form of the white liberal family that is actually much more infected with racism than they're willing to admit. Yeah, yeah. You know, in us, we'll get into it, but like that is what every single character is about. That's what every single thing is about. The divide between the haves and the have nots is illusory. It's it's not actually real. And, um, you know, we can argue nature versus nurture and all that, and it all comes into play, but, like this is about the nurture aspect, yes, where it's like you can put two identical beings that are completely identical in two different situations and get different people out, yes, of it. And, like that's what it's about, yeah, when I was a kid, I had an origami book that was all about folding dollar bills into stuff, yeah, and in it, there was like, you know, just educational things about money, But there's one thing that always stuck with me. There was a factoid that said, The one thing we forget about money is that it's a lie. Yeah. It's completely pretend. Why is your piece of paper worth five and my piece of paper, which is the same exact piece of paper, worth 20? Because we have agreed for that to be so. Yeah, yeah. That is why. Yeah. And I think that's at the heart of us. Yeah. Is the idea of, like, what is class? Yeah. Really? It's nothing. It's a social construct. It's just a construct. And it's just something that has far you know far wide effects but as we see in us Adelaide and why and red red yeah they are essentially and functionally the same person yes but put into a different situation yeah you get something completely different yeah but you know you strip them of everything it's the same body it's the same brain it's the same I don't want to say soul but you know just same everything but they have different values. Yeah that's so fascinating to me and I think that's what the movie's exploring. I think that's a little bit about what Get Out is exploring as well, and
2: that like weird feeling that you get at the end. Uh, and I, I'll, we'll, I'll keep this comment spoiler free, but just to say, like, we are going to yeah. spoil. Are we
3: staying very spoiler free? No, no, no. In we're,
2: about we're... in about five ten minutes, yeah. we'll give a spoiler we're, warning and we'll get it. We're going to
1: spoil the shit oh, out shit, of us. because I
3: kind of sure. spoiled the end a little. No, you're fine. No, okay, you're no, fine. You're fine. Yeah,
2: you're fine. Uh, we people come into our show knowing we're going to spoil things, but I for a movie like this, I like Spoiler to reiterate... One. We're going to have to spoil I like yeah. to reiterate, like, we are going to spoil the shit out of this movie yeah, in, like, yeah. 30 seconds. But, uh, you know, I think one of the interesting things is, like, you're left with a very weird feeling at the end of this movie, especially, like, right when you initially see it, of, like, what do I even make of this? Like, what is good? What is bad? Mm-hmm. And I think that is one of the things that once you're away from it for a little bit and you start thinking about it, you, you realize, like, oh, that's kind of the point, is, like... Neither of these things
1: are good or bad in and of themselves. If we're gonna check off every evil thing that we're complicit in, yeah, every single person in this room and listening to this podcast is never going to stop checking boxes. Yes. Yeah. It's never going to happen. Yeah. And it's and you have to figure out where you're comfortable in that that scale. Yeah. Yep. And yeah, this movie puts you right there where you don't know where you're comfortable. Yes. Because and I'll say this without spoiling, the end of that movie is a victory for a character mm-hmm. that we know to be rooting for. Mm-hmm. And the victory is given to us after we are given reason not to root for her anymore. Yes. And are things the way they should, that's be, or should be? You know? Right? And it's yeah. that's like, interesting. How do we feel? You know? And yeah. Yeah. but I think about it, like I have done so many utterly terrible things that I've forgiven myself for. Mm-hmm. People have done considerably less terrible things to me that i haven't forgiven them for <laughs> and it's like why what is that perspective yeah. and it really is an illusion it's completely pretend yeah it is based entirely in my own ego and not in any sort of quantifiable value uh scale yeah and yeah it's that's what i love I, yes I, I like us better than get out and i know uh, i oh, love that, that. yeah I like it's so much better yeah first off it's it's just it leans into the horror more yes so it just yeah. speaks to me but Get out to one of those where at the end, I was like, man, I needed to see that. That was a lesson that I needed to get. That's a lesson that I think we all needed to hear. Yeah. That's going to be in my head for a while. Us, when it left, it was like, so what do you think it's about? <laughs> what do you yeah, think yeah, it's yeah, about? Yeah. What do I think it's about? And that's just, to me, so much more interesting. Yeah.
2: I, I love the precision of Get Out. For me, that's like a thing that, like, that movie cuts, like, a fucking See knife. See us and, again. Like, I, I do. I want There's to. There's precision there, yeah.
1: hidden in ambiguity. Yeah. It's like it follows. Yeah. And same uh, same uh, cinematographer as well. Yeah, yep. Mike Galakis or yeah. Galakis? Yeah, something yeah. like that, yeah.
3: Well, what's interesting, though, is I feel like to both of your points, I think that with Get Out, uh, Jordan Peele, not to, uh, stick with me, I think that he had such a clear vision for yeah. it, and it was very razor straight. But I think the nice thing about us, and I, I like to think that I know a little bit about a writer's brain and what it can be like sometimes.
1: Where do you get off saying that? <laughs> right? Yeah. Is it because you wrote a movie and you're my hero? Yeah, Would you actually do made make a, a fucking, fucking movie? movie, you asshole? Ugh. Please don't do that. Day, uh, give away. Day, <laughs> give away. All right. Um, <laughs> but uh, we're gonna I think promote the fuck out of your movie. Yeah, yeah. Right? I Next hope so, man. Hours. I'm, I'm very excited
3: away. about it. I'm glad you guys like it. But um, but I think what's nice about us is. I feel like Jordan Peele and even in the couple of interviews I've heard about it, a little part of me wonders if when it comes to us, he doesn't know entirely what it's about. Like the precision is there, the filmmaking is there or not what it's about. I should say like, he doesn't know the answer to the question that we're all left asking yeah, at yeah. the end. I think cer- I think that's the point though. Yeah. I but think he wants us, us to discuss. It. He yeah. wants us to ask the question. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. that's what's cool about it because with Get Out, it was like, oh, that's fucked up. Yeah, yeah. You know, but with us, at the end of it, it's exactly what you said. I walked out and I was like, what's what did what just happened? Yeah, yeah. Like, what am I supposed to take away I, from that? I keep telling people. I, I've had multiple people text me right after
2: they saw it and go like, did you see this movie? In like a kind of incredulous, like, I don't know what to think. And every single person, I'm like, talk to three people in the next like two days about it. That yeah, I've give seen it, it some time. And then come back and talk to me and tell you how you feel about it. And every single person is like, oh, that's a five star movie. Yeah like and, and I had the same thing. I walked out of the theater and I was like, that was interesting, like that. And it, I felt very I, I you know, not stars don't mean that much to me, but it's like I felt very three star about it. Or I was like, that was interesting. I, I liked that movie, it was it was enjoyable and I, I some of what's going on in there is like interesting to me. I don't know what to make of it. And then, you know, three days and three conversations later, I was like, that movie was like incredible. You know, it yeah. like really sits with you in the right way, but gets you having conversation with people mm. about Things that, generally speaking,
1: we seem to have a hard time talking about in the uh, current culture well, That's what climate. I like about it. Because yeah. Get Out is emblematic of the period that we were in that conversation yes. of like, hey, maybe it's your turn to actually listen now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I've got a story to tell. And, I, and so that was what that was about was this is my perspective, and I want to let you guys know what my perspective is because it's not often seen. Yeah. Whereas us is the next level of that conversation, which is all right, now that we're all here, let's have a chat. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like that is so missing from so much discourse, the whole idea of like, oh, we, we should all just, you know, hash this out together. And I think us promotes that. And yeah. I, I really like that. Yeah. And yeah. it's
3: very rare anymore that movies are made that leave you asking questions at yeah. the end. I no, mean it's yeah. so it's so formula to be like, here's how you should feel at the end of this. Yeah. Like here you go and you eat that piece of pie that they give you and you go away having the exact same thought as everybody else. Mm. Whereas like, it's really nice for somebody to make a movie. That's not only really fucking good, but also leaves, you know, it makes you have those conversations and it makes you want to talk to people about it. And it's especially nice to tie this into like what we
2: were talking about before for a movie of like this scale budget and sort of like what I will call like populist filmmaking, to be asking questions and want us to ask questions. Mm. We occasionally get movies like this where it's like it really wants you to chew on it and talk about it afterwards. It follows. But they're $5 million movies... That only ever come out in independent run theaters. Oh, you know yeah. what I mean? This is like a It's that. Right. This is a popular movie made for a populous audience and is that kind of movie. It's very entertaining. It's very funny. It's very slickly made. I thought it was scary as shit. It's, yes, very I, I, I That's agree. It's a scary ass movie. I agree. Yeah. But but it, you know, it is um anyway, it just it doesn't feel like the 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 smaller, more art house type thing that a movie that gets us
1: talking like this normally would be. Oh, Does that yeah. kind of make sense? I mean, this came out, what, almost a month ago now? Yeah. Maybe. The, when I saw it last night at the Roxy, smaller theater, yep. I wouldn't say that it was full, yeah. but there was more people in that theater than I ever would have expected or ever would have seen in any other movie. Yeah. Like this is, and I got the sense that half the people there had already seen it. Yep. So this is, populist is the word. This is yeah. definitely absolutely material. Yeah,
2: but but like in a way that populist material normally is not, right? Mm. Like normally populist material is, oh, is an Avengers face. movie yeah. or is it? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, that's why
1: yep. we always say the the Lost Challenge. Yes. Dave Tru yeah. is the only person who ever stepped up to my Lost <laughs> Challenge because everyone, at, when Lost ended, like, oh, that was stupid. I'm like, well, what did you want? Different. I wanted answers okay, what answers did you want? <laughs> yeah. I just wanted more answers. And like yeah. that's all I could ever get. And I'm yeah. like, okay, well, if you can give me a better ending, I'll take it. But yeah. until then, like, it's not about giving us answers. It's about us trying to figure out yes. these answers yeah. with what material we have. Yeah, And so, like, yeah, populist entertainment tends to reject the idea that we are going to work with the material. Right. And us requires that you yes. work with the material the way that Lost did. I think us does it better. Yeah, agreed and totally. once again, kudos to Dave Terusso. He gave me a final season that makes... That actually works really well.
2: I gotta go have this conversation with yeah. him immediately. He, didn't, <laughs> he actually didn't
1: provide any lost answers. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. His his alternate ending to it just cleaned it up a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah. Just made it more digestible and and more inviting to let's figure out the answers ourselves. You know me, I, I fucking love Lost. Like I am oh, yeah. okay it's with the what best. Lost is. I yep. like really love, but like I'm also I'm very open here. Somebody be like, here's my what his I might take do. is the only because yeah. every time I've asked the challenge, I'm like, well, what would you do? They go, well, I would give more answers. Yeah. So, well, yep. That means nothing. That is a functionalist statement. That's That's like like saying Bud Light has more taste. It doesn't mean anything. It's not quantifiable. (laughs) Tell me something for real. It's like when people don't
3: like Star Wars in it. (laughs) What would you have written? Not that. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. it's like, fuck you. Not that. (laughs) Oh, I want to hit this supposed person so hard. What? So... (laughs)
1: Yeah, yeah. Yes. that was essentially the argument of the people who wanted to redo Last Jedi. Yes. It's yeah. like, oh, it was stupid. Well, what would you change about it? Uh, everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Okay, right. well, guess what? The next Star Wars movie is going to be like a complete, everything's yeah. going to be different from this one because it's a different <laughs> movie entirely. So maybe that'll float your boat. You fucking dick. <laughs> you, you little dick, dick. <laughs> exactly. So us, I think I preferred it over Get Out, but I mean, I think it works as a companion piece. Totally. Yeah. But I think for me, the reason most that it gets the edge over Get Out is just Peele's growth as a filmmaker is tremendous. Huge. And he was already starting like very strong. Agreed. Um, Get Out is an almost perfect movie and any of the stuff that is imperfect about it, It's not in the writing. It's not in the performance. It's just in this is a guy's first time assembling a movie, Mm -hmm. and there's a little, you know, just little pieces that show there is nothing in us that doesn't work. And actually, my one, uh, my one uh, bugaboo with the way that it looked (laughs) is thanks, Joe Bell, is when. Abraham gets sucked into the engine. Yes. Are we spoiling now? Yeah, we can spoil When he gets sucked into the engine, it yes. like happens too fast that I was like, wait, I missed yeah. that. The second time around, when I'm not like trying to figure out what this movie is, it actually looks wonderful. I, that said, the woman sitting behind me, she's like, wait, what just happened? And so it's one of those. So I don't know if I want to call that a fault or or whether I want to call that an invitation to watch it a second time.
3: I
2: remember uh, seeing, I don't know if you put it in your letterbox review or a group chat or what, but you were like, the only thing I don't like is the boat scene. And I didn't respond at the time, but I wanted to be like, dude, it's like I've seen so many horror movies that have weird nighttime boat scenes. Yeah, yeah, They're always terrible. They never look well, good. They I liked just, the like the boat scene. I love it when so much. When he gets sucked into the engine, know you though, yeah. it happens yeah. like
1: that. Second time around, when I when I knew it was coming, yeah. it actually looks great. I yeah. think if they went a little further with it with the gore, it wouldn't match the movie. Yeah. Um, but if they cut it entirely, yeah. it just wouldn't. It, it's actually the way it should yeah. be. Yeah, I, I love that scene. But it, it definitely it took a second viewing. But... To the credit of us, this is a movie that I think is saying, please come watch me again. Yes. You know, like it's inviting Absolutely. You know, future watches, which yeah. is the value on that is insane. Yeah. Oh, it's great. I mean
2: literally like a week later I was still going like trying to pull things apart and going like, okay, like I'm I'm still confused about hands across America. Like what is that? Like why is that in this movie? What what is being and then like, you know, I, I don't know, you just you think about that enough and suddenly you go like, oh wait, but let me thread this needle because it's like that's this old liberal propaganda thing that like kind of failed and showed the holes in the idea of making yourself feel good by participating in a mm-hmm. thing that ultimately isn't actually doing well, the thing you
1: want it that to. That fits into the illusion of value. Yes, the thing I was yeah. talking about with cash. Yeah. Two bills, different bills, same piece of paper. This is That's an illusion of value. It's, oh, we're all going to hold hands. We're all going to yep, do this thing yep. and we're going to raise money for charity. Well, the real hands across America, when it happened... They spent so much money out of their charity on overhead that they didn't really get to donate anything yes, of yeah. there were holes in, the chain. holes in the chain the whole thing was this like you know very well-intentioned idea that is performative in the right way and that it inspires people to give yet the illusion of it ended up being more expensive than the quality of it and so this illusion of value was immediately revealed to be illusory.
2: Well, and I also think, like, so one of the things that I thought was interesting about it was, like, this idea that, like, it's not, they don't even, by the time you get done with that, there are holes in it, right? It doesn't actually stretch across America. And the idea of the thing was, hey, there's enough of us with privilege here that we could connect from one coast to the other and give a little of our privilege away, and it would help those that don't have privilege. It turned out, no, there's actually so many people that don't have privilege, there's holes in
1: the line. And you can't also even so many get people from that are just uh, like because there I think there's two extremes. There's the one that's like, We're gonna we're all gonna hold hands, but they hold hands but they don't donate. Yeah. Then there's the people who are like, I'm not even touching it, and yeah. they have privilege, but they're not touching it. Yeah. And so like there's so many reasons not for it to be complete. Yes. And it all just comes from there's so many people that don't have, mm-hmm. and there's so many people that do have mm-hmm. and don't care, mm-hmm. and there's so many people that do care but don't give. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but my point is, like, so it, it can't connect coast to coast
2: when it's supposed to be people with privilege. The last shot of this movie is, ostensibly, it does connect coast to coast when it's people with no privilege. Do you think it does in the uh, end? That's what, that's what think. Going I think. I think that's what they're going yeah, for. Yeah, that's interesting. Is that it, it's, a, it's an apocalyptic ending in the sense that if you are a person with privilege that would be afraid to see that, that's an ultimate, like, apo- that's like this apocalyptic, like, there's so many people without privilege that you had to, like, fucking stand on top of yeah, to yeah, get yeah. where you are they can connect from coast to coast seven times over. Yeah, no problem. You can't connect to coast to
1: coast... Even as yourselves, like yeah. you know what I mean? Like I kind. Well, that, and also, but and then to my point, yeah, all those underprivileged people, yes, they showed up exactly. Yeah, it's it's like they it's, actually showed the yes, fuck up. Well, and
3: did what it. the fuck else were they doing with their time? They're just hanging. Yeah, out Yeah, they're eating raw and rabbits. Eating yeah. rabbits. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. They, they, they gotta go outside.
2: I mean, but I did, but <laughs> they're probably
1: building jumpsuits.
3: Yeah. And, right?
2: Yes, exactly. And this is yeah. all to the, the larger point of just like I love that this movie invites these things, where it's like, well, this was once I thought about it for a week. Here's what I thought about the Hands Across America thing. Here's where it. Here's where my brain was like, okay, well, let me connect sort of the liberal performative aspect of that to the fact that on the other side of this movie is like the underprivileged being able to do it no problem. Like mm. like it's not even well, an issue. Let me but you read something slightly different into it. You oh, know what yeah. I mean? And so it's like I love that this movie because, has these sort of loose ends that you can kind of I don't know, depending on who you are, I think you receive them different oh, ways, absolutely. you know? Yeah,
3: because yeah, I definitely take it. I mean, like I it's not that I am arguing your points, because I think that they're both right, but the way that I saw the Hands Across America too was very much an act of just red. Yeah. Because she was wearing the Hands Across America t-shirt when she disappeared. Um, The last commercial she saw before they left was a Hands Across America thing. So she never actually saw Hands Across America fail Mm -hmm. in 1986. Right, right. So to her, that was the last great, like she was so looking forward to it and in her mind, that was the last great act of everyone being together. Mm. And so the way that it's small, because she was maybe, what, six, seven? I think, yeah, I she think, was a child, Eight, yeah. they might make maybe, the point, yeah, yeah, I think. Yeah. Eight, yeah. So, I mean, the wh- her mind clearly broke almost immediately. If you wake up, you're suddenly down yeah. in a dungeon. Somebody yeah, that looks like your parents yeah. are there, but they're With not. no up escalator. Yeah, they're yep. they're not acting like your parents anymore, and it's this very, very, very dark thing. All of a sudden to her and then like, you know, later on when they reveal that she was special yeah, and she's the only one that could talk
0: yeah, and she was the only one. She could organize them. yeah, She could organize them.
3: And so the way that I took it was in the same vein of her being the special one and the strong one and the one being able to organize them and her last memory being of this great togetherness thing. Those two things combine and the rage that she has against the people up there for being down there. Is we you know we're gonna show them that we exist, and that's sort of I mean it's it's sort of psychopathic for her, you know what mm-hmm. I mean to to mm-hmm. like we're gonna go out and this is gonna be our last great act yeah because I don't think she has a plan for what happens after the hands go across America right. yeah right? yeah it's like then what the fuck you are know though do?
1: I do like that you use the phrase we exist yeah because I think that's at the core of this too yeah. is that and I think that's a lot as to why it's important that they're doppelgangers Mm -hmm. yeah um, at least thematically is that you look and you see okay these people are actually just like me in different Mm -hmm. circumstances also it you know brings in the idea of like what am i capable of in different circumstances and anytime we talk about underprivileged people or anybody who is you know just on the fringe that is currently what what i think the the language of this fight is hey we exist Mm -hmm. hey we exist we definitely exist you know that's that's all we're looking for. Stop ignoring Michael us. Michael Che has that yeah. great joke about Black Lives Matter. He's yeah. like, we're just trying to get matter. Yeah, like, yeah, 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 like, That's all we're <laughs> yeah, trying to. Yeah. We can't even get matter. Like that's what we want <laughs> yeah. is to, to <laughs> like matter. Not even our important. Just yeah. we matter. matter. That's yeah. it. He's like, yeah. we're not going for we're special. Just matter. We yeah. can't even get that. Yeah. And I think that that's you know I think that's in there, and that's why you know something like Hands Across America to her is like I had everything and it was taken away from me. I matter. I that's uh, the one line that bugged me the first time, but then worked the second time. Is when she says, "We are Americans." Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that line's yeah. so cheesy, but then the second time around, you go, "Wait a minute," she's she's just actually stating a fact. Yeah, yeah. Like we are American citizens. You just yeah. don't know about us. We exist. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: That's. I think that is like the the thing that is, um, I guess, like most clear about the movie is just like this is the ignored class. Yeah, yeah. And 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 a lot of what you get in the dialogue between, uh, what is her husband's, is Abraham the red version? Abraham's the red version. Yeah. Gabe is the husband. G- yes, Gabe. Yeah. Um, a lot of what you get with the Gabe's dialogue and stuff is how he's in this sort of constant capitalistic competition with the white neighbors. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and, and, and is very, just kind of self-involved in his progress up this like social ladder. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I, I just think, like, to me, that's like a lot of what's going on in the movies. Like, there's literally this invisible class that, if you want to be one of the "I'm climbing up the ladder" people, you just have to ignore completely. Mm-hmm. There's no way to be a climb the ladder person and not
1: just be completely ignoring this like other
2: class. That, and it's or, about uh, wearing that way, costume. Like, yeah, yeah.
0: Well,
1: I, I wrote down a bunch of things like. One of the very first things that happens in the movie, in the f- not the flashback, like the, the prologue. Yeah. The very first thing that happens is the dad is, you know, thrown for a prize. And then the dude, the white guy behind the counter, he's like, all right, well, you can get this prize. Or if you want, you can take a gamble and get something off the top shelf. Yeah. And like right off there is tied into the theme of like, you can, you can totally come out with good enough. Yeah. But you can risk everything and get better yeah, is that yeah. worth it to you yeah. and that's the class problem at all times is yeah. what are you willing to step on to move up a rank yeah yeah and so you know there's just an even a let's see boom what else do i have yeah it's all about classing up uh when the little girl uh what's the daughter's name zora i think it was it sounds right to me she makes a reference later like oh don't you want to work on i forget what it was like swimming or something and yeah. she was like <sighs> I'm not going to actually make it to the Olympics. <laughs> right. And the idea was, she's not trying to put in the work to class up. Yeah, she just wants to do her thing. Yeah. we'll come up with more of these, but I have a whole bunch. Yeah, that's so good. I, yeah. I, 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 that to me was like the thing that was like, oh. very salient
2: in the movie. I think the
1: refrain on 1111. Yeah, that's something that that uh, I looked up the Bible passage and all that. Yeah. There's all, yeah. But what happens at 1111? You make a wish. You make a wish. Yep. You wish for something better. Yep. You you ask to have something given to you to class up yeah. just a little bit. It's an illusion. It's magic's not real, but you go for that. That's what this whole thing is about. Is just classing up to be better. Yeah. When uh, the family first shows up, and uh, Gabe steps out front, what's the first thing he does? He appeals to class. He says, "Listen, you know we're in here. We called the police. This is bad news." When the people don't respond to that, he classes down on purpose. He pulls out the bat. He says, "Oh, you want to get crazy? Yeah, we'll yeah, get crazy." Yeah. He and you know the question. Is I don't want to say which one's the mask. I think they're both just part of him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he immediately gets rid of the illusion of okay. Well, we may look classy, but I can get straight with you. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'll break your skull. Let's yeah, do it. And yeah, it once again that ties into that theme. That's like interesting
3: that. of the the class up theme because I almost wonder if that was Red's goal the whole time, almost subconsciously, is like we deserve to go up. Yeah, yeah, oh, hundred percent. We deserve to be out of here and class up. Mm-hmm. And it's almost that like it's it's very riotous, you know. In mm-hmm. that, when you look at riots that are in inner cities and mm-hmm. stuff, and people just crush it, it's like yeah, it's because they're tired of being fucking stepped on. Yeah, oh yeah. People don't riot for fun. They were they riot for really good reasons. It's that
2: apocalyptic ending I was referring to is yeah. like you you do have to you know it it's it's apocalyptic in that. Particular sense of like, look, there is an invisible class, and what happens on a long enough timeline with an invisible class is they decide like they don't want to be fucking invisible anymore, yeah. and then you have an uprising, and that's what a, that's what the apocalypse looks like to the person in the upper class. Yeah, oh, it, is call. the lower class like coming to reign? You know, yeah. like wanting that power and just deciding. We're bigger than you. Like, you have outclassed us for so long. But class that is an illusion. Right, yes. We'll just take it. Yeah. yeah. And, and and not only that, like, you've outclassed us for so long, your class is now tiny. Ours is enormous. Yeah. Like, in order for you to have the power that you have, you had to hoard it. Yeah. And now there's seven of you with it, and there's 700,000 of us without it. Yeah. Like, Fuck we're, we're you. coming for it. Yeah. Uh, and so it's like, you know, I, I think that is one of the things that's interesting about the ending. is like, it it is... I think meant to recall an apocalypse. You know, you've got oh, the yeah. you've got the helicopters overhead, you got the smoke mm-hmm.
1: on the mountain, like well it's it's suggesting like things are changing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Things are changing in yeah, a big way. Yeah. And it could have been peaceful. Yes. But because you ignored it, it's yeah, not going exactly. To be. Yeah, 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 yeah. There was um oh yeah, the little boy throughout the second half of the movie, you know what he's wearing for most of the movie? tuxedo sweatshirt huh? a fake illusion of <laughs> class on a sweatshirt <laughs> just it looks sharp but it's not <laughs> yeah. real it yeah, is it's a pretend tuxedo yeah. his magic trick uh in reading about it after the first time seeing it i was like i wonder what that magic yeah. trick yeah. means like why doesn't it work and all that yeah. it's irrelevant to the plot mechanics as to why it works or doesn't it's that the illusion that he used to have doesn't work anymore yeah, yeah it yeah, doesn't yeah, work yeah. he can't create the fake illusion because now it has been De, you know it's been declared that it is pretend yeah this trick doesn't work it doesn't fool us the allegory there is it just physically doesn't work yes. but yeah. he can't get it to work why he doesn't really remember he doesn't remember the trick because the trick is gone yeah so it's just a little it's
3: a piece of shit <laughs> it's like there's all of these little things like that i that love just, that that's or, a really great read plus. on that or is it that he doesn't need it anymore doesn't need it anymore yeah because true. i mean the family is doing uh, in comparison to the rest of the sure. united states the family's doing very well mm-hmm. they have a nice little vacation yeah. home they're going to he buys a boat you know again yeah. it's like oh that competition of class mm-hmm. and trying mm-hmm. to climb the ladder but that illusion that he might have used to have to have maybe in school to impress the cooler kids needed now he doesn't need it anymore yeah, mm-hmm.
1: yeah. i buy that too and th- i mean that's and what does he do when he's afraid he puts on his beast mask, uh-huh. and suddenly, like, when, and there's uh, when uh, they grab their weapons to attack in the uh, in Tim Heidecker's house. Yeah. And the little boy grabs his weapon, and they're about to go. He puts the mask down, and the sister looks at him like, "What the hell?" And he's like, it's "Just because. Like, yeah. I just yeah. need this. Yeah." And it's like once again, just you got to put on that, you got to put on that illusion. Yes. Yeah. He's yeah. not a tough kid, but when he right. puts that beast mask on, he might club you to death because
2: he's got to he's got to perform. He's got to perform tough. Right perform that's tough, the only thing he can just do. Just like dead. Yeah. That's yep. that's how you survive. Is performed tough. That's really interesting, and that's like that's also. I love the escalator imagery because it's like there's only a down escalator, can't yeah. go up because in America, pretty easy to go down, Getting back up. Yeah, a lot it's harder, tough.
1: and Which, it it also suggests like the, it's not that there's not just there's no up escalator. Right. It's that if you try to go up the down escalator, you got to work
3: thrice as hard just to beat hard the hard downward climb. Up. Yep, yeah. yeah, it's super fucking hard. Yeah. And can you imagine how hard all those people had to work to get up that uh, escalator? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. like. That's a, that was a long way down. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Tough.
2: It's interesting too. like even simple things, right? Like you you watch it the first time. And I remember when, um, Adelaide, right. Uh, when she is going towards the end of the movie, right before the finale, right before she actually goes down, Mm -hmm. she goes back into the mirror maze and she suddenly knows exactly where this door is that goes to the series of staircases Mm -hmm. that goes to an escalator. And immediately I was like, Wait, how does she know? Like, I, like, I, we've seen the flashback, but I don't understand how she knows the rest of this. Like, how does she know instantly that, like, this is what's back there and this is how you get there? By the end of the movie, it was literally like three days later. I was like. Duh, of course, she fucking knows. That's where yeah. she's from. That's she, yeah. like she knows exactly where all those things are. Like, yeah, I yeah. love that this movie is like. Initially, you're like, okay, I don't, I'm not exactly sure, but I'm kind of getting it. And then you're just like, you keep putting the pieces together. And you're like, yeah, duh, of course. Like, Dude, what, yeah, It
1: all makes perfect yeah. sense. I'm telling you. If you have any questions about yeah. logistics, I, I was up very late last night <laughs> being upset about it. <laughs> <laughs> no, and here's another thing I noticed once again about putting on an illusion to class up or class down. Yeah. How does the how do the uh, enemies get in? In the hide-a-key. Yes, The yes. fake rock. Yeah. The pretend rock with a key in it. Uh-huh. And it's just this... That's not real. It's not yeah, a real yeah. rock. And it's funny, too, because then when they do it, they're just like, fucking hide-a-key. some dumb white people shit. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you get a good laugh out of that, but that's another thing. It's like, oh, yeah, we... Our security can be hidden in this illusion. Yeah. And it's just yeah. a shitty fucking illusion. Anyone uh-huh. can find a hide-a-key. Yeah. You idiot. Yeah. It's a fake rock. That's really good. Yeah, I... um.
2: Well, okay, so what what so here here are some of the questions that I had that I, I didn't mis- I hope I can answer them after yeah, the talking a big game. Well that's okay. Yeah, you've it, been saying a lot of shit. You better I, have I'm some telling answers.
1: you, dude, I was so high and it just all <laughs> made it, like really too high. And but it all made sense.
2: Well these I'm ready. Are, so okay, well the, here's the thing is I don't feel like I have any important questions. Yeah, yeah. yeah. For the most part,
1: I, I think None I None of the logistical questions are important. Yeah, that's yeah. the thing is But like, they're the things that people go, Ugh, Exactly. Exactly. The cinema sins of this all that I don't yeah. give a shit about. But, but the but, cinema sins I'm telling you do not exist right there's okay. an answer to everything just D- like it follows all the ambiguities yep. that we talked about ended up being what was so interesting about yes it. exactly everything has an answer so i so the ones that
2: i think are 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 probably the least interesting but it get asked the most are the the jumpsuits and the scissors no clue like
3: yeah, i was gonna say wasn't the scissor manufacturer like man we're sending a lot of these into the sewers that's weird yeah I guess I don't have logistical answers for that. Right. But it I, is I don't think they're to, important.
1: I, they're but, but, but what I am them. curious yeah. about, though, is... So I'm then, more about the tethering let's and stuff. T- let's but talk the jumpsuits, the... they do pay lip surface to it. Okay. Uh, when she is explaining, you know, just the history of the tethered and all that, yeah. they show as part of that montage of them putting on the suits. And she's like, you know, we spent we spent years preparing, building, putting you know, like getting all the tools yeah. gathered. So, like, we just assume that they made these suits. Yeah, yeah. Um, It's also, you know, we can assume that maybe not all of them have suits. Right. Yeah. You know, just around Uh, that area that we see. That's what I was trying to think of. Because, like, the. Those logistics I don't have. I mean, the tethering. We'll talk to Big Game Guys. I'm sorry. No, it's okay. I want to talk (laughs) about the
2: the tethering. But that's why I wanted to bring up the the scissors and the jumpsuits, because to me, those are not important details. I Mm. don't know why people care about them so much, but. There are important details. I think they must be in in the metaphor somewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, what is the red you jumpsuit? To think,
1: what are the scissors? Like, what do they mean well, to the this one- movie? She gets the idea to take over during the ballet scene, yeah. which we can talk about. Yeah. That's when she gets the idea that she's going to start trading these people. Yeah. So 1986 to 2019, that's 33 years mm-hmm. that they have to get a lot of jumpsuits and scissors. Yep. Believable. Oh, I think it's doable. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's I the 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 logistics
2: of that don't concern me that much because I think that's a dumb question. But I do think it's an interesting question to go like, but what do the scissors and the jumpsuits mean yeah, yeah, yeah. to this so, story? Two things about
3: the scissors yeah. uh, that kind of stood out to me. One is something that I heard Jordan Peele talk about because apparently he's very afraid of rabbits. Okay. Um, he said that they fucking terrify him. Yeah, that's interesting. wild. So that's why he kind of put them in. Uh, but other other things about the rabbits, which we'll get to the rabbits, but sticking on the scissors for a second. Yeah. So one, the scissors kind of look like rabbit ears. Okay, interesting. Um, yeah, and two, I think the fact that they were gold really fucking matters mm-hmm. because that and them holding it so close, like the the image of them holding it in front of their chest, and yeah. being like a, it's really, like holding an Oscar, it's right? Like, yeah, but the fact that it's gold and them moving up, mm-hmm. you know yeah. what I mean? It's that like we have. This power now and the power of gold, money. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm oh, I, kind yeah. Of, I like that. I'm yeah, kind yeah. of piling all that on because it could. They could have been silver. They and gold is an
1: illusion too. The value that we attribute to gold is, yeah, bump. yeah it's a yeah. fucking uh, rock. It's, it's yeah. A, yeah, and it's but it's also it's a, uh, it's like diamonds where it is a a self created worth mm-hmm. where the people who have power in that world hoard it so that it gets more value out right. of rarity. That's yeah, just yeah, a known yeah. fact. Yeah, exactly. And gold's gold is one of those. uh, uh What's the word? uh
3: Things. Yeah, it's just, we'll just go with that. Those <laughs> I
1: can't think of it. Just a, an extravagance that actually yeah. isn't that extravagant. Exactly. You know? yeah. It's just a yes, fucking rock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think yeah.
3: the fact that it was gold and they hold it so close to themselves and it's yeah, like so that. important to them and it's sort of their method of, other than obviously it stylistically looks fucking gorgeous. Yeah. That's oh, the yeah. one. And when you were talking earlier about uh, the difference between Get Out and Us, I think the style of us. Is a leaps and bounds above Get oh, yeah. Out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get Out was a good-looking movie. Yeah, but Us is fucking pretty. Yeah. Yo, yeah, 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 yeah. It is a pretty. It's movie. artistic. This yeah, cinematographer yeah. is like in he's, yeah. he's, yeah. so he's very legit.
1: He's so good. He also did a uh, Glass earlier this That's year. That's right. Yeah. And
3: Split. No shit. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. No, I didn't. Yeah. That yeah. He's
1: he's like. He's really good at one using of the, that big wide frame. Yeah. He's yeah, good yeah. at, w- at widescreen digital specifically yeah. because now that everything's digital and we're not shooting on film, so many movies just look like. I don't want to say soap operas, but they just—they don't have that textural flavor to them. He's found that yeah, in yeah, digital photography that very few filmmakers and very few DPs have. And I think Jalakas has really found that. I mean, that opening shot of It Follows is unreal. So and that's just good. a digital camera. Yep. It yeah. should look crisp. But, I mean, it oozes with the style of yep. something you see I'm curious from what the lenses 70s on film. Using? I'm, I'm almost going to bet yeah. that
3: he's using super old cinema Oh, lenses. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Some kind of panoramic mm-hmm. thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, but, yeah, the scissors, I think the fact that they're gold that's and great. they I hold them that, that. way, yeah. I think that that's really yeah. fucking
1: important. And they that represent, too, that you know she wants to set up, quote-unquote, as she calls it, the untethering. Yes. And the whole idea is we are going to disconnect. Yes. Um, you know, connected, you have kept your foot on our head. We're going to disconnect mm-hmm. from that. Mm-hmm. And That's what the scissors oh, cool. represent. Yeah. Also, there's just a great way to fucking stab a bitch. Hell yeah. yeah. That's it's like a good weapon. Dirty. <laughs> that's a, That's the other thing is it's
2: a great weapon that, like, you just have in the drawer at home. Yeah. Right. You know, it's like it—it it, it is something that can be used as a wet. It's—it's just a tool that the mm-hmm. rest of us just use as a tool, but is like an effective weapon. So like, but we just everybody's got them in their drawers
1: at mm-hmm. home. I, there might be somebody to do that too. Well, I think that also it, it speaks to the idea of like the tethered have it, both the te- the the tethered and the humans, we'll call them and that's sure. not correct, have it wrong in that they are opposed mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. when mm-hmm. actually together they could be that much stronger, but neither of them see it that way, and scissors are like that. Scissors are a two-piece item. Oh, uh, yeah, one yeah. handle of the scissors really can't be used for anything but a weapon, yeah. but when you put the two handles together, yeah, it's still a weapon, but now it's also a tool. Yeah. You know, now oh, you can cut things you know yeah, what I'm like saying? Yeah. I think that there's a lot in this movie, about, and maybe this is just because it's something that frustrates me in life, but the value in not necessarily seeing your opposition as the enemy and seeing them as potentially someone who's in the same boat as you, just from a different angle. I think there's a lot of that in this movie. Yeah. I I think the scissors represent that a little bit. Yeah. That's good. I like that a lot. Just just
2: the way differing perspectives can, uh, work together in some Mm -hmm. way to, to
1: create something that, uh, is maybe useful. You can burn your house down with a fire. You can warm it with a fire. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's just that there's a fine line between a weapon and a tool, and yeah. it's just about how you communicate with it.
2: Yeah, I also like that 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 feels like a tool to me. That's very um, utilitarian is the wrong word, but it's it's universal. Everybody's yeah. got one. everybody scissors. already has scissors. Mm. You know, that's like that's not an extravagance. That that. Um, only the people living above ground would have. Do you think Do you know the I mean?
1: lefties that are tethered got special Yo. scissors? <laughs> with little with like the green rubber on yep. the on the fingertips <laughs> to let us know. Uh-huh.
2: Uh what were those called? Safety? No. I just knew them as lefty scissors. Yeah, I knew them as
1: the one shitty pair of scissors yes. that me, the lefty, got. Yep. <laughs> You're a lefty, right? Yep. Yeah, so I, I know always the, got those You know well. my pain? Yep. Are you a lefty? Uh, in? No. Oh, you'll never understand. No. It's, a right, it's a right man's world. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I to constantly
2: replenish the right-handed scissors because yeah. everybody's right-handed. But the left-handed ones... They get one of those students every year. They yep. can keep that old shitty pair of
3: left-handed scissors and never replace them. You know what's funny? I always find myself in rooms with dudes who are all left-handed. Really? Yeah. Like when I first started making movies, when I was like twenty-one, and I was just, it was a bunch of my friends in like a shitty oh, JVC in the trailer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. When we We're first met, didn't realize we knew each other. This yeah. <laughs> is one of
2: those left-handed dudes to prove our point that there's no, but, not many
1: of them. They yeah, them. say like, lefties are, are like more inclined to do creative stuff. That's, yeah, so that's probably it was why they're literally. Surrounded
3: like all four dudes that I was working with all left-handed and I was the one right-handed guy. Weird. That's wild. Yeah. yeah. No
1: weird. That's wild. That's like in Go the figure. comedy world, there's a lot of lefties mm-hmm. and there's a lot of people with August birthdays. Mm, huh. Interesting. And I, you know, I, I'm not a, a believer in, in uh, astrology, but like, you know, the joke is like Leo's like to be on stage. They like to be in charge. They like to be in front of people. Yeah, that's what it takes to that's do comedy. You, you know? can kind like, of also.
3: Did you ever read that book by Malcolm Gladwell, Outliers? No, I would you like to talk about. Yeah. yeah, I would because like to. The whole first part of that is like, why is it that like I'm gonna fuck these numbers up? But why is it that like sixty percent of uh, NHL players have birthdays between January and March? That's wild, and like, and and then he literally breaks the whole thing down to like, well, this is why. And if you go all the way back to Freakonomics, no, 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 no. Malcolm Gladwell did. um, He's the Ten Thousand Hours guy. Oh, yeah, yeah, he's Tipping Point, right? Yeah, yeah, Tipping Point. Okay, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um. Anyway. Yeah, I mean,
1: lefties do this shit. I wonder if Jordan (laughs) Peele's a lefty. I Um. hope so. I hope so. I hope that that
3: he is and that all of the scissors were righty and (laughs) that's the real purpose behind (laughs) the movie. He was like, who is
1: fucking right-handed? It sucks. (laughs) This is about
3: lefties
1: (laughs) overthrowing the right. (laughs) (laughs) Tell us about the tethered, though,
2: because I want to hear your thoughts about that. What's your question about it? Well, I don't know. Because I think I know how the physics of it works. Okay, give me that.
1: Because it all came through in that Masterfully staged ballet sequence yes. that is layered I over their sequence. fist fight. Yeah. It's when we first get the boom, beep, uh-huh. boop, beep, which <laughs> yeah. is just uh-huh. so pretty. So I love so that. good. So the <sighs> the story as it's told is that um, th- there's no source as to how they cloned them. That that right, information is right. not in the movie. Yes, but there is a source in that the reason why Underground uh, Red yes. Uh, meets the same copy as, you know, meets the same husband as above ground. Yeah, animated, yeah. I didn't understand that. Is that if you were to put, it's suggesting that if you were to put these people into two different, they would still meet each other the same way. Okay. You know, there's a parallel connection between them all. We see when like the people are at the boardwalk eating and then it cuts to underground and they're like sloppily eating the same yeah. thing. It's that we have, we are connected to them in parallel motion. And so what red says when she's explaining is That whoever created the Tethered did it with the idea of controlling the people up top. Okay. When they realized they couldn't do that, they abandoned the project. So that speaks to the idea that they were going to try and guide the underground people to control the people on Earth. When instead, sort of a mix of both happened. Where the people up above still had their free will and were, you know, meeting each other and shaking hands and stuff, and it was also happening mm. in a shitty parallel underwear under there. Hmm. So like when Adelaide meets Gabe it would stand to reason that the, how whatever forces brought them together to meet one another simultaneously also brought together. Mm. And so then they would have genetically identical children. Mm -hmm. Um, They would have them at the same time because they would probably be fucking at the same time. Mm. They would have them at the same age because Mm. this all happens Mm. relative into that life plan. Yeah. If you want to call it a plan. So there's a connection between everybody where, okay, I'm not going to raise my hand and you raise your hand and we're doing, you know, March Brothers shit, but there is, There is a connection to the degree of if I pursue a friendship with you, chances are the two of us, the tethered version, are also going to run into each other, find a bond. Yeah. And just, you know, as fueled by our emotions, have a shitty version of that bond.
2: And it's because of some sort of whatever you want to
1: call it ESP, telecam. I mean, just a link.
2: But yeah, some sort of link that is there that basically, I, I think I'm understanding what you're saying, where it's like, what the tethered
1: we, were designed to control what us. What we wanted was. It turns out that they couldn't. For it but to go a one way, but it actually goes both ways. Goes both ways. Yeah, yeah. So like, if I were to put, uh, you know, a husband and wife, uh, you know, into a room, they don't know each other, and just fate brings them together, and they meet each other. Ostensibly, that's a, that's what would happen to yeah. the tethered as well. I, I'm gesturing wildly yeah, yeah. as the uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. people can't see us. I'm at thinking
2: home. out loud here. I don't know if you'll have answers for this. I don't know if we would answer this, but thinking out loud, it's like, do you think it's also possible that uh, red and Abraham meet below ground, and that helps. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Adelaide and. Uh, oh, I lost his name nope. again. Gabe. Uh, Gabe. Gabe meet yeah. above ground. 100%. Right? Like it definitely. could be either side. It's a little bit yeah, of both. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, they both control one another. Yeah, I yeah. would argue that.
3: I would argue oh. that. Okay, and go. Here's why because I think that the people above ground. Are living "quote unquote" normal lives, normal in that they get to go outside, they get to eat normal food, yeah, yeah, yeah. they get to experience things underground ooh, ooh, ooh. for for generations. She says this has been going on. So underground, there it's nothing but fucking fluorescent lights yeah. and white walls, and they all go fucking. They're crazy. connected in broad strokes, exactly broad strokes. But go ahead, you're well. Well, you're I just because and yeah, the yeah, people
2: this connects all of the things we were talking about. The people above ground get to live the illusion of an untethered life. And the illusion of an untethered life allows them to basically live as if they're untethered. And then the tethered people below that don't get to live that illusion kind of have to, by force of nature repeat some of the things that the people mm. above are exactly. doing like Does that make they, sense absolutely,
3: absolutely 100% like when they're on the roller coaster above ground yeah they're getting that uh oh that, they're all going uh, well yeah, yeah exactly do, the yeah. people underground are doing it but they don't have the what's the word i'm looking for like the the uh the actual
2: like adrenaline rush of it yeah, or like the endorphins or the, like the, the,
3: yeah, the you no know, the the thing happening to them they don't they have can, the, stimulus. the stimulus yeah yeah, yeah. yeah okay the, yeah, they don't have the actual stimulation happening to them they so they are just kind of we they're just kind of faking it because they can't they have there's nothing to stimulate them in there it's just white yeah yeah
1: yeah well that comes down to the ballet dance because there was a really interesting line that cracked that open for me yeah uh what do they say to uh adelaide's parents at the beginning when she you know presumably returns from from having a traumatic experience and won't talk so the doctor says Tell her to color, tell her yeah. to draw, tell her yeah. to dance, tell her to do anything that will let her tell you her story. That's yep. what we need to do. And so this girl who doesn't know English, doesn't know anything, who is, you know, this clone, takes ballet yep. and starts expressing herself through ballet. While meanwhile, the real human, Red, is down below. She knows how to dance. So the two of them are actually fueling each other's dance. And when Red is explaining what happens, she says, it's funny. Without you, I never would have danced at all. Mm-hmm. Meaning when she got trapped down there, she was never going to dance. Right. But when Red started learning, mean, when Adelaide started learning to express herself through dance, she started to dance. Mm-hmm. And she explicitly says that the moment that she realized she could dance and performed for all of the tethered, they started to follow her. They realized mm-hmm. she was different. Well, mm-hmm. because
3: they stopped dancing copying what the people above were doing they stopped and watched her they
1: stopped and watched her and they saw like she's actually expressing herself Mm -hmm. we don't express ourselves we just are yeah and so she's expressing herself but what's i love that line about i wouldn't have danced at all she was never going to dance again because she was trapped right and then when she realized that her other self was up there dancing and that connection occurred um you know she she realized, oh no, I'm different from these people. I'm more sp- I'm special. Yeah, I can control things. I can do this. And that was the connection on the dance. That dance is so beautiful. The way that it, I oh, mean, I love yeah. that
2: sequence. That's well, so cool. And if we believe what we were just saying that people above ground can live the illusion of an untethered life, which allows them to sort of like kind of make decisions on their own that people below ground kind of can't because yeah, yeah. they are tethered and they know it. and so they're kind of sort of repeating decisions that people above ground make. But if they then see red, kind of dancing and doing these things and expressing herself, and in the moment of seeing her, they stop and watch her and realize in that moment, oh, we're now not repeating the things that the people above ground are doing. They can then start living their own illusion of an untethered existence. Mm -hmm. And so they can then have some more control of their own to do things like maybe... Design jumpsuits and, yeah. and, and and make the scissors. Where does she learn this? You know? We can do this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She's in,
1: they're inspired by the, her art, and the, yeah, at the same really time when she goes, you know, it's funny. I never would have danced. Yeah, you know, and so now she she can dance. It's at that same time that Adelaide, on the surface, goes, "I gotta quit dancing. Mm. I have to quit." And I I would get the sense that she sensed that connection mm. mm-hmm. and was like, "This is bad news. Mm-hmm. There's this is not me, and I can feel yeah the other me." you know, responding to this. Interesting. And so that's why she's, yeah she that's opts cool. not to dance. Yeah. I that's think cool. that's the, that was the logistical thing I figured out. is That's that, amazing. Well, it's just, you know, if I, if we put a hundred people in a room, the friendships that they form, yep. we would assume that in the tethered, they would also be in a room and those friendships would form just the same, mm-hmm. only a limited version.
0: Yeah.
2: Just out of curiosity, because I don't know. And I, I think there's a, a very basic answer maybe to this, which is just like, that's just a, a conspiracy theory, and, and people have conspiracy theories, especially people without privilege have conspiracy theories because it, it helps them understand the world they're in. But what, why do we think they developed the tethered to control people above ground? What was the purpose of wanting to control people above ground? No clue. Do, uh, we think that's probably I just a system of to control, control type yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's kind of what I thought, too. And, and then also the idea, because they even specifically talk about conspiracy theories at one point, don't they? There's, like, a quick conversation piece where somebody says something like... Oh, yeah, yeah. She says, like, fluoride, says in fluoride in the water. Fluoride in the water. And she's like, oh, well, fine. Nobody in
1: my family wants to talk about what's really going on. Yeah, yeah. And just does, like, edgy teen
0: shit. There's, yeah.
2: like, an allusion to this idea of, like, conspiracy theories and who believes them and thinks them and why... And I I do think the little bit of what's going on in the movies like often people of like a lower class will believe in conspiracy theories because mm. it offers a sense of control in a life that feels That's exactly out of it. control.
1: Conspiracy theories fascinate me. And the reason why they're so fascinating is is precisely that. Yeah. Um, people are willing to believe crazy shit as long as it's their crazy shit yes. that they're believing. Yeah. Because it just you know, it's so much easier to say, oh no, 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 there was there were larger forces right. at work in nine eleven than yep. we understand. Yep. That's the only way to explain something so clinically traumatic. Yes. And then when the reality is Occam's razor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dudes hijacked planes and did it. Yeah. That's just it. I mean, yeah. that's that's really yeah. all. I, and it sucks that something so earth shaking can be so yeah just n- normal it can just be right, so simple. Right, right. And so it's easier, you know, like. It's so much more interesting and satisfying to go. There was a conspiracy to kill Kennedy. Yeah. When odds are, it was just some crazy dude who got off a lucky shot. You yeah, know. Yeah. And like that. That sucks. That it's just some batshit insane dude who got off a lucky shot. But that's the truth. We want to make sense of these traumas by giving them more that they're worth. Yeah. You know, it is what it is. I totally
2: agree, and I, I think that the movie is is. I think it's trying to address that to some extent. I think Absolutely. that has something to do with why we're presented with this idea that um uh good yeah i I don't know i'm I'm, I'm trying to put that thought together but i i do think there is something to this idea of of it falls
1: into the illusion theme yeah yeah yeah. you know it's so much easier to accept the illusion of this giant conspiracy than it is to accept the reality of it yes yeah Uh, one of the things they tagged on twice uh, the little kid that curses at the beginning yes the dad's like don't curse what's a curse word it's just so a word. It's, a, it's an illusion. Yeah. but we we've created the illusion. We've that assigned it, means it some more. kind of value, and then even later in the movie, they touch upon that again, where the where Gabe says something, and the kid's like, "Dad, don't curse," and yeah. you know, and it's just. But I also think too that in that they explore one of the other themes in the movie that resonated with me because the kid goes, "Well, when you point your finger at somebody, you got three fingers pointing back at you." Yeah, and I think that is a lot as to why it was done with doppelgangers. Yes, because I think that we have, and myself included, we have a very big problem, especially in this country, of pointing out all the problems but refusing to, you know, uh, reconcile our shortcomings. Yes, and I think that there's a little bit of that in here. Is like the invitation is like. Yeah, the, the tethered are, are the villain. <laughs> but they actually wouldn't exist if if we looked inward a little better. Right, right. You know, and when you see your face in the villain, you get that dual thematic resonance of wow, if I was in a different circumstance I could be this person and wow, I could have changed my circumstances to keep this person from being that you know Mm -hmm. like that's Mm -hmm. I think that's so beautiful and wonderful and I think that's being touched upon here as well. yeah I agree
3: man I will say on that note specifically um, this is kind of not to change the topic entirely but one of the notes that I had was um, how much I loved the actors in this oh yeah because I couldn't fathom and this and to you know to them and to Jordan Peele I don't know how to direct someone or how to act as if like if the three of us are doing this right now and then the three of us walked in the fucking door wearing oh, red yeah. with, with scissors. Yeah. How does one react to that? And then right. you have to <laughs> assemble it and make it you yeah. have to put that together, like that shock in your head. And I thought, like, I, I wrote down that watching somebody mentally break is super fun. <laughs> like watching because it's not like they they never freaked out until right. they were attacked. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. They they felt nervous because someone was around their house. But once they saw themselves, like even uh, Gabe, he just calmly sits down. Yeah,
0: yeah. And
3: he sits on the couch, and they're like, "What the fuck am I looking at here?" And watching them process that was one of the most fun things I've ever seen in film. Like, especially when, uh, so when the twins kill themselves, yeah. yeah. Um, and the the parents are looking up. You just see this look on their face, like. What the like? What did I just see? Yeah, yeah. And that was so cool because every single person had a different reaction to it, and I loved that it was the son. What was his name? Um, mm-hmm. The was son the, was Jason. Jason, mm-hmm. which is very I, funny
1: to have. There was the multiple mask, points where yeah. it's a young black woman running around chasing Jason.
0: <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Classically, the opposite. It's happens pretty in horror movies. <laughs> yes, yeah. Yeah. she's
3: going,
1: Jason, Jason, chasing after him. That's, That's so. It's good. pretty. I awesome. wonder if that was purposeful. Yeah, I yeah. hope so,
3: but um, but I loved that he was the first one to put together he, they're us. Yeah. Yeah. Because I feel like it's that, you know, in the minds of babes that the, the child's mind could more easily process. He
2: Occam's razors. It he's exactly. just like, a, that's us. That's, like, well, I don't have yeah. a better explanation for that. I'm that's looking us. Yes, that's at where we're going.
1: Us. Yeah. Um, I, I like too when, when Abraham first confronts after he hits him with the bat a couple of yeah. times, he grabs Gabe's glasses <laughs> and puts them on. And then he can see clearly. Yeah. He has this moment of just like,
3: oh shit. Things
1: can be this good. Yeah. And yeah. it's at that moment where Gabe's just like, shit, like, without my glasses, I am considerably less privileged in this moment. Yeah. yeah. I have less ability to be effective. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. It's a crazy moment. It's, I, that's really good. And that, and that actually specifically resonated with me because when I was trying to find my pen <laughs> before the movie started, I was too high and I dropped my glasses in the theater and I was just like, fuck. <laughs> no. Oh, <I'm> Velma. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Your, your eyes fell off. Well, and I you're like, like I, I'm nah. going to have
1: to leave this movie if I can't find my glasses, <laughs> but I can't find my glasses without the help of my glass. You yeah. just uh-huh. sit in the dark for two hours
3: listening <laughs> to us.
1: Actually, honestly, probably awesome. Yeah, right? Yeah. You know. It's probably pretty great. But yeah, I just. I'm I, I love the bit of a sandwich in front of you guys. I hope you don't
3: go mind. for it. Do it. I just love that long, slow draw of them figuring out and, like, you know, they know what our actions are going to be. They know what we're going to do. They know where we're going to be. And watching. The people above ground figure that out when the people below ground already know that that's their strength was really fun to me. Yeah. you know what I Even mean. Even like, that
1: fight scene at the end between Red and Adelaide, the way that it was that it was lined up, they would anticipate each other's hits. Yeah, yeah. it was like watching you know two two perfectly trained martial arts
3: styles just because exactly. they knew. And it was I think that that's so cool because it's it's literally like who would win in a fight. If you were to fight yourself, right, right. you know oh. which one of you would kick my ass, yeah, right. But like the best part about that is that they had that like the the people from below ground knew that their advantage was that they know what the person above ground is going to do. that's yeah, true. Yeah, yeah they've
1: they've had years of knowing that the above ground exists, right. yeah, whereas we had no. We're
2: just
3: figuring yeah. that out. Yeah. I thought that was a lot of fun.
2: Yeah. Well, that I mean, that might explain some of the uh, behavior with Jason and and his doppelganger, because um, you know they they are the only ones to really spend some private time together, where they
1: just they communicate
2: and nonviolent right. time. Yeah, it's, it's nonviolent time. They explore their tethered connection. They're the only two characters we really see. Well, I got technically we see Adelaide and Red do it as well, right? But for the most part, like Jason and, and his but doppelganger, they do
1: it in a in a way that's antagonistic to one another. Yeah, it's, and it's Chase also the verbal. Only one that actually, yeah, and it's verbal. Yeah, yeah. They're the only ones that have any sort of just like let's try to understand this for yes. a
2: second. Yeah, and it, and it's fascinating. It's like that. I now that we're talking about this, it's like I think that might be that's that is the explanation for what's going on with Jason and why there are some strange occurrences between Jason and his doppelganger that we don't necessarily see with the other ones. It's just they, they're just exploring what this connection is, and they're yeah. just seeing how it works and what they might be capable of and and also, by tuning I don't know into if this
1: it. Is, if this is in the text of the movie, but Jenna pointed this out, yeah. and I think it's a smart observation. Uh, Zora and Jason are half tethered,
0: right? Right? They're right.
1: technically not fully human. Right, Because their mom is a tethered, their dad is a human. Oh, interesting. And so I don't know if that plays into the movie, but it's worth considering.
2: That is worth considering. Yeah, That's I didn't an even interesting think about point. that. That's a very interesting point.
3: Yeah, I do like that. I think that it goes kind of along with um, the the whole underlying theme of, of people being different, even though they're the same. And like, yeah. because when you look at children, especially... Children, nobody is born racist. Nobody mm-hmm. is born understanding what class is. Right. You That is taught. And yeah. so watching Jason with himself and like how they take the masks off, they see, you know, he's scared of his face, so they both put the masks back on, but it's nonviolent. And like, they're trying to understand one another and they're trying to learn about one another. It's not the insanity that's going on outside. And it makes me think about like two kids from, like, if you had ultra racist white people and a black family and the two kids met without understanding their parents ideas, mm-hmm. they would sit and do the same thing. They'd be like, do you like trucks? Like, yeah, let's you yeah. see my magic trick. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Like, check this out. And it mm-hmm. would be, it would be more of a, let's learn about each mm-hmm. other thing. And so I think it's cool that it's like the youngest ones that do that. And right. the oldest one, obviously they're being attacked, but the oldest ones, feel that immediate threat. And it's yeah, yeah, more yeah. of like a, it's a killer be killed moment mm-hmm. immediately mm-hmm. right out of the mm-hmm. door.
1: Yeah. I think that speaks to, and that was a question a lot of people had in the scene where uh, they trap them with the flaming car. Yeah, And, and it's funny cause he's snapping. Yep. Uh, what's his name? Pluto. Yeah, snapping yep. at the same time that Jason is doing his magic trick <laughs> with his thumb. And then he, re- uh, Jason realizes he says, Oh, this is a trap. Yeah. And it is a trap. But it's a trap that he both sets for Pluto and falls into. Yeah. Because they both put their hands up and walk backwards, and it's Jason getting him to back into the flames, and it's Pluto getting Jason to back into the grasp of Red, where she can oh, him. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's like this oh, dual track. So their their connection is somewhat stronger because they've explored it. Yeah. And so in this moment, uh, they're you know Jason's doing the I'm just gonna I want to back away from this trap. Oh shit, he's moving backwards too. I can back him into this flames. Yeah. And Pluto, who, to quote his mom, was born into the flames, yeah. is going, you know, okay, if I, you know, he's backing away as well. If I continue backing, he'll back up and then Red can grab him. Yeah, that's and interesting. So they yeah. have this tethered oh, connection. Oh, cool. Uh-huh. And yeah. then once again, it's like the dance where it's not one controlling yeah. the other. Yeah. Yeah. It's both controlling together, but yeah. to different ends. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Oh, neat. Yeah. That's D- neat. That's wild. Yeah. yeah. That's some deep writing that he's that's done there. That's fucking, yeah. Hard. I love that. It's really good. Dead
3: giveaway is not that good. (laughs) Dead giveaway. Dead (laughs)
2: giveaway. You know what's one of the things I really like about this movie? And this has happened every time I've talked about it with people. Dead giveaway is so good, don't you? It is good. It's not us good. Stop it. Well, but it's good. Uh, Every time I've talked about us with people, the thing that I kind of like end up really loving about it is he chose. It's a doppelganger story, and he chose to use Lang. He chose to call it Us, Mm. so that every time we talk about it. We have to go like, well, we and us and we, like he chose, he gave this movie language that forces us to talk about us. Yeah, yeah, when we talk about
3: us, and it's funny because do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, we've mm-hmm. we've even been having trouble articulating who above ground and below ground is. Yes. the yeah. us and the they. Yes, or the because they even because say it's all us. They're, it's right. all us. Right, it's it's all right. Us. Yeah. That's fun. Yeah, yeah. It's, I, he
2: like chose to use language that literally forces us to have conversations about ourselves right. and our place in the world. Because he
3: could have called it they.
2: It, yeah, yeah. And he didn't. Uh, and, and By the way, he could have called it tethered. Yeah. Do, you know what I mean? Like, he's got a mythology within the movie that he could have referred to for the title. Right. He
1: could have called it twins.
3: Right. Twi- <laughs> right, right, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Arnold Schwarzenegger and Danny DeVito are tethered. <laughs>
1: we were just trying to control the upper the upper half <laughs>
3: <laughs> no i'm in the fight man. the lamentation of the women yeah. <laughs> oh, that's so good <laughs> uh oh my god can us two please be us twins <laughs> <laughs> they've
1: been talking about a twin sequel forever oh yeah eddie murphy is revealed mm-hmm. to be the third twin yeah oh my god yeah yep
2: yeah triplets that's the the working title of this movie that supposedly is going to happen. Like, I'll, they I'll still watch the keep shit out about it. Yeah.
1: I'm waiting for Eddie Murphy to like yeah. drop an hour long set on Netflix or something. Didn't He's they, so fucking kill
2: funny. it? Didn't they recently reveal that they like legitimately are making it come into America
3: too? That it's like I, an actual yeah. thing that's happening. Yeah, they're actively working on. Yeah, it. that's insane. Um, I have another point, point. Um, yeah, yeah. and I'm not sure how I feel about this though. Okay, go. So, um, in Get Out, I feel like the villain was clear it was it was definitely a villain um and all of the villainy was revealed in broad daylight Mm -hmm. yes because when we learn that they are really a villain it's during the uh the auction season. yes right and it's like oh shit it's the middle of the day everything's wide out in the open the whole time Mm -hmm. he's thinking that they're weird it's you know big pretty sunlit garden parties and it's not until the nighttime when he tries to escape and like shit starts to go down but in Us, there was no – like, I don't think that the tethered were the villain because they're also the victim. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Well, and, I think in Get Out, what makes it insidious is that they know they're doing something villainous, but they don't see – excuse me, they don't see themselves as a villain. Right.
3: They have that um, – Well, the villain never does.
1: Yeah. I mean, like, in it being a criticism of, like, like woke white liberalism mm-hmm. – Yeah. Um, – one of the criticisms to that is the whole notion of like, we should never ever do this. It's just okay when I do it. Right. and So like, so they're that sort of like, they know they're doing wrong, but they don't see themselves as villainous.
3: But in, in us, everything was at night Mm -hmm. and the attack happened at night. Mm -hmm. And I thought that that was cool because to me, um, I took it as like, you know, whereas in get out, they were such kind, welcoming, normal looking people which shows that villains can be anybody anywhere all the time. Mm-hmm. But in us, it's very much that like you can sometimes be the villain, yeah. villain, or the victim, mm-hmm. or the hero. And at night, I love that it happened at night and in, in the dark. And especially in the in that first shot when they appear at the end of the driveway, you don't see who they are. Yes. Yeah. And even the whole time they're inside, they're very shadowed. Yeah. Like yeah. it's mm-hmm. very difficult to see who they are. And it's still in the dark because when we are alone. Who are you? Who are yeah. you when you're all by yourself yeah. and you're laying alone in bed at night or you're on the couch by your, when you are totally by yourself, who are you? I'm And jacking what off. are you like? <laughs> 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 but like, but that to me, like I thought that that was kind of the, that that's sort of one of the, the reveals of this is if you were alone with yourself, which we all have been and we all are, who are you? Yeah. Who wins? And how do you, yeah. How do you, you yourself and who wins like why is it that some people kill people or rob or do terrible things and other people perform charitable and, and do good things you know quote unquote in our mm-hmm. eyes mm-hmm. and it's because who are you when you're by yourself and who wins mm-hmm. like which side of you wins and i thought i don't know if that was a point of his at all at any point but that is something that i took from it of like that's it's almost making you face yourself. I actually feel sure. better
1: about the ending now that you've said that in terms of like, you know, who wins that? Because we learn at the end, like the, the family of heroes as we follow them, they are victorious. They survive. Mm-hmm. Um, but we find out that one of them actually isn't who she says she is, but it kind of is, though. I mean, she, yeah, she lived yeah. most of that yeah. life. And so she survived at the expense of of you know she destroyed the altruistic version of herself and turned it into a monster in order to survive but you know the whole of who wins in adelaide both win because her values of being this untethered human mom family woman uh, these are good things and she wanted those to survive how did she survive though she turned on that fucking animal Oh, yeah, she yeah, turned yeah. on her tethered thing and was like, "No, I've got ai yeah. am gonna have to do some stabbing." Well, mm-hmm. which
3: part are you? Which part of yourself are you willing to kill? Yeah,
1: yeah. And she managed to kind of get the best of both in order to be victorious, at least in the moment. Mm-hmm. Right. That's difficult shit. Yeah. yeah. That is. But I mean, I think that's where most people land. I mean, I'm not a perfect person. I think of myself as a good person. Yeah. But when I'm alone. I might be jacking off, <laughs> but when I'm alone. I might. I who knows what thoughts I have, and right. then you know you contend with them, and then you go out into the world and you present. Right. You know the, the we all wear a mask of outside everybody. of our yeah. front door. Mm-hmm. We
2: all
3: do. Well, that, that's what y- this is
2: about. You know, and I, I think another way you can, because uh, that that ending is uh, as I was trying to allude to earlier is like it is difficult. It's like confusing in the moment because you're like, wait, well, I don't know how to feel about her now. Like I, I don't. Is she a villain? Is she a hero? Like, what do, do I you think?
3: Jason knows who she is.
1: Uh, I I think, think he has doubt. Yeah, yeah. Because he's met both of them. Yeah, we don't know what Red told him while she, while he was in captivity, but um, and it's funny because he came out of it. He's holding the bunny, and I think that that bunny represents like he brought something up from the underground. Yeah, he brought an idea up. He brought some some knowledge up. Yeah, and. You know, he looks at her and she smiles at him like, oh, it's okay. I'm mom. And that smile reads as so much more sinister it's now. It's a sinister smile. It feels yeah. sinister. But if we didn't have that information, it would just look like mom being like, I'm scared, but it's okay. Yeah. You know, just trying to comfort a kid. But he gives her this look that's just like, one of the hardest things about growing up is realizing that your parents can be wrong and often are. Mm-hmm. Um, that they aren't these heroic bastions of perfection that that raise you. you know, they're just people that, that had a kid and they're just doing their best. And I think that's sort of what's happening there is he's realizing like, she's still my mom. She raised me and I love her, but there's so much more to this woman than I ever knew yeah. and ever expected. And now I know to think about that. Yeah. That's like, that's, that's scary. But I, I think everybody goes through that at a certain point. Like my dad was my hero growing up. Now he's funny to me. <laughs> you know, yeah. I yeah. love him, but like there's certain things that I'm not going to take his advice. There's certain things that I am. And you know, there's certain things that I look back with on my life, and I go, "What were my parents thinking?" And it seemed like the right thing in the moment was the right thing in the moment, but I look back and go, "Oh, that was just a scared 35 year old with a pissed off kid, yeah, just trying yeah. to do something, trying you know? to figure and it's it like out." Weird. And so I think that's what's happening there, just on an extreme level, because he has witnessed the supernatural. It's interesting,
2: and I do think the 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 ending, once you start considering all of the different angles that you could kind of have on it, it is really is really just meant to make us think like, okay, heroes, villains, like who's who, that's totally a matter of perspective. Because on one hand, we could say that Adelaide um, uh, was doing whatever the fuck she could to maintain what she had achieved and the things that she was able... And what she gained by literally climbing over someone else to get it. And and so like what we know about Adelaide by the end of the movie is like, well, I totally understand why she would do that. She came from nothing, yeah. and now she's got all this stuff. Like, of course she would, con- of course she would step on whatever she needed to step on to keep what she's got. Mm-hmm. I have the sympathy for her because I know where she came from,
1: and of course but- Red would want it back. Yes, yeah. it's
2: it's all a matter of perspective as to like who's good or bad at the end of that movie. You, I, I to me, it, for me, it's like, oh well, actually, what this movie gives me is an ability to go like. I don't need to think about heroes and villains. Mm. That's not a thing I need to... F- That's not a box I need to force
1: everything into. And I think it, you know? it exposes a flaw in our thinking about power systems. Yeah. I, and this is a flaw that I, I, I'm going to try and sell it. Yeah, uh, The way that we think about it is in it being zero-sum, in that we see there's a finite amount of power, and the only way to get some is to take some. Yeah. And that is an efficient way to get power. Yeah. But there's actually... It, that it's, not a, there's, it's not a quantitative amount right, right. Power is not a, a thing that you can run out of You can create more of it mm-hmm. It's not always easy, but you can create more of it And that's where the, the, the disconnect between the tethered and the humans is Is that both of them in this tense situation See the only way we can succeed is by getting rid of that and and we see that in just the way we do class now is like, yeah, you could jump up to my class, but uh, I'm not giving you anything for that. right, day, right? Well, that's And people I'm saying, oh, I want to jump up a class. What can I take? And it's like, the fact of the matter is there's there's probably enough for everybody. <laughs> and if we can agree on that, we can actually get a little further with it. Yeah. And so there's no agreement here because there's all of this fear. So they're just going to kill each other.
3: Yeah. That's yeah. one of my favorite old tropes that I heard once was uh, there's two ways to build the biggest building in a city and one is you can work your ass off and do your best and try to build a really nice big building or you can spend all your time burning down everybody else's and build a piece of shit. Wow. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> and uh, and I think that that kind of I goes like along that. with this. Yeah. That that goes along with like what I said before about I don't think they have a fucking plan. Like they do hands across America and it's yeah, yeah, like yeah. now what which brings me to I was going to ask you guys this question. It is a uh, an in, uh, I thought I thought it was pretty cool. Do you think that once Either once one of them is gone, either the the tethered or the above ground people, once one of them is dead, do you think the other feels a loss? Oh, I think mm-hmm. so. Like feels an emptiness. Mm-hmm. Well, they said something to the
1: degree of we figured they figured out how to clone us, but they didn't figure out how to clone the soul. The soul, yeah. And I think that that is a misunderstanding of what they did because I think they did clone the the soul. Because of the dance sequence. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. And it's in that dance sequence that because above ground Adelaide is dancing, underground Red discovers, oh, she still has these skills. She can still dance. And it's that bond that causes her to say, we're coming up from the underground, mm-hmm. and her to say, I'm done dancing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think there is a connection there. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. And, and that was Red's goal. She said, we want to do an untethering. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so it's, I think I read that as her saying, no, we're going to kill. Our upper hand, and we're just gonna take over their spot. Yep. You know, if I kill you, if we kill your whole family, who's to say we can't just walk into your house? It's ours now. Yeah. Yeah. We got the DNA. We got everything. Yeah. Yeah.
3: That's cool. And and
2: and we now know that like we're also capable of this. Yeah. Like that. To me, it's like if we had
1: the resources, we'd have done it.
2: That that is. I have come to as people, uh, um, the few people that haven't seen this movie that have been like, "Should I see that? Like, did you like it? What's it about, or whatever." The 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 simplest way to describe this movie, I think, and there are so many more intricate things going on here as we've talked about, but is to just go. It's about access. Mm. It it really is about like who has access to what and what does that mean? Like how does that actually influence and affect their ability to achieve in life? What do they? Have, what resources do they have access mm. to? That to me is like the most simple, basic, straight line. Like, oh, that's what this movie is about. Given the same nature, yes. but
1: different nurture, yeah. you get something completely yeah. different. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Well, apparently, yep. these people have access to a fuck ton of red cloth. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Because she's a thriller fan. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, but for real, I think yeah. that, that was, she was a thriller fan, and so that was the imagery that she was yeah. looking for. Glove, yeah, yeah. red, you know? Yep. all that shit. <laughs> yeah, it's I love that. Yeah, yeah. The, uh, somebody else
2: also pointed out that um, in I think the seventy eight invasion of the Body Snatchers. Yep. Uh, uh, someone put that up on Twitter. Uh, uh, what's his name, uh, Spock? Uh, uh, why can't I think of the actor's name now? Um, who played Leonard Sp- Nimoy? Leonard Nimoy has a red Zachary Quinto. <laughs> yeah, has a red <laughs> turtleneck on and one driving glove on through that whole. That's like his costume Neat. in the movie. Interesting. Uh, also, the way the twins die. The uh, Fangoria did something on this if you look at the way the twins are positioned on the floor in one of the shots, mm-hmm. it's the exact same framing and the exact same position of bodies as the two dead twins in The Shining.
1: Oh, oh nice. shit.
2: They're positioned in exactly the same way in a shot framed exactly the same cool. way. He's such a dyed-in-the-wool yeah. horror nerd. Yeah. I, yeah. Love yeah. I love it. That's fucking fun. Uh, apparently, there's an article in the New Fangoria that is literally kind of about like breaking down a lot of very specific allusions to like, yeah, other yeah, yeah. movies. Nice. Yeah,
3: I love that. I just
1: a couple things that I noted, just things that popped out this time. The first thing we see Adelaide do as a child after she emerges from the fun house, uh, when they're at the therapist's office, she's got a table filled with animal toys yeah. and she's arranging them in a perfect line across the table. Oh. So she's already thinking yeah. hands across America yeah. because of that. Um, oh, yeah. the uh When they're like, oh, uh, call the police to the Ophelia machine. Yeah. And instead it plays fuck the police. (laughs) The only lyric that we hear before it fades in the background is fuck the police coming straight from the
0: underground.
1: Oh, wow. Yeah. So cool. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, fuck. (laughs) Uh, The first time that we flash back after after the initial opening, when they're at the beach house, uh, Adelaide flashes back to going into the, uh, you know, seeing her reflection. And then it cuts back to present day, and she looks at her table. And what does she see? A toy spider, and crawling out from under the toy spider, a real spider. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was just—that's—that's mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. essentially what she was ruminating on. Yeah, was the time that she said, "No, no, no, I'm—I'm I'm not the fake spider anymore. I'm, I'm coming. The out. real one. I'm yeah, the yeah, real yeah. one."
3: <sighs> Jordan Peele is yeah. smart. He's yeah. so good. Yeah. He's very smart. Yeah.
1: Um, I thought it was funny, just in the in the current climate, that their plan to survive is to go to Mexico. <laughs> Fantastic! <laughs> yeah. Just saying, like Mexico, like the big joke is, by the time we build the wall, we're going to be the ones wanting to go yeah, across yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, and So I think that that was there.
2: Well, it's, I I have heard that I I do not ascribe to this interpretation, really. Mm. But I again, this movie definitely leaves it for you. Oh, there's
1: a hundred interpretations that can be defended. Uh, uh, oh.
2: One of the things that could be interesting is at the end of the movie, there is a literal red wall across the country uh, of the united oh, yeah, states yeah you know
1: what i mean it's well, like i think that's the the image of hands across america the yeah. joke is the whole idea was to make this line to connect everybody when really it actually is just cutting right down it's the middle dividing the yeah. image if you just shift the perspective on the yeah. image of everyone holding hands it's actually just bisecting it's, the country yeah as it's well. not connection it's division. all about the perspective yeah, yeah. yeah i i just really liked the joke where uh uh, gabe is like oh well, how about we just stay here and she's like no we have to move and he's like no we can just defend the house we'll build like traps and stuff like home alone yeah. <laughs> do not tell me you just re- referenced home alone <laughs> and then the kid goes mommy what's home alone yeah. and it was such a great moment of like this is a joke for all the people who have discovered that at some point they got old yeah <laughs> yeah, 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 that yeah was yeah. just
3: like it's true no one knows what home alone is yeah <laughs> So that's that's the one thing and I don't mean to cut you off from your oh, points, really? but it was something fun that I loved uh, I I specifically love about Jordan Peele's direction in this movie and his writing is a he knows when to break it with a laugh. Yeah. yeah. He knows oh yeah. When it's to a, a lot of good movie. comedy. There's in this a movie. lot of great yeah. comedy in it where it's yeah. just and it's just a little sting where yeah. you're like Haha, okay. okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um and the other two thing is like I've heard a lot of arguments because uh, I I always love the version of filmmaking that's um, Alfred Hitchcock's idea of the bomb under the table. Yes. Are you guys familiar? Yeah. yeah, yeah okay, yeah. so I love that that whole idea of writing, but I also do love jump scares sometimes. Yeah. I like it when it's just in your face, and they, they both happen in this movie mm-hmm. a lot, you mm-hmm. know? It's definitely those moments where, like, the two boys are in the closet, and, like, whether or not they're doing it, they're really not doing shit, The suspense is fucking insane because it's like, what's happening outside of this room right now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 What the fuck is going on? And then you go over to, at the same time, you go over to- It's a
1: perfect juggling of adjacent narratives. Exactly. Once they show up at the house, it really doesn't
3: let up. Yeah.
1: And yeah, it's, it's like the perfect passage of time between them. There's no crossover where you go. Oh, this is a wonky timeline. Yeah, and it's like lean, mean, it's perfect. entertainment machine. Yeah. yeah, And
3: then, but then there's other moments in it where, like the boat, the boat killing. Yeah. where he climbs up and it's just like, oh yeah, um, and it's over. You yeah. know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. And it's like, oh shit, like
1: that was so good. And then I love that's that one. They set that up with a joke. He hits the engine to get it yeah. started. Yeah, yeah, and then yeah. that gets yeah. used later. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It it's boom. Hits, hits his head, head onto it. Right. It's
3: perfect. So like, I just, I just really appreciate Jordan Peele for being able to uh, make a movie that is a little funny, a little suspenseful, a little scary, like aside from how incredibly well thought out it is at the end of the day, it just every five minutes, there's another little element that hits you and i he's just toying with your emotions as you yeah. go along. I it's, really it's think that's fun. purely entertaining. Yeah, it's so much fun. Yeah,
1: and I want to pull up. Uh, I, I think it's, uh, it's worth uh, noting that at the end she literally goes down a rabbit hole. Yes, yep. yep. That's just like a fun thing. I'm trying to get the um the Jeremiah 11:11 11, 11, Oh uh, yeah, do you have that verse? I'm curious. I do have the verse. I, d- I never ended up looking it up. Oh no. Here you it know. is. It fits. Jeremiah 11:11 11, 11. I will bring on uh, therefore this is what the Lord says. I will bring on them a disaster they cannot escape. Although they cry out to me, I will not listen to them. Interesting. And I read that sort of as a you know, God helps those who help themselves. Yeah, yeah, and that's always been like a raw deal. You know, I, I'm I'm a religious skeptic, but like the the general notion of just like God helps those who help themselves. It's like you're just tricking me into into helping myself, yes. yeah. which is good. Yeah, That's you know, a good thing. Yeah. But um, on the other way around, it's if we were to believe in God it's a really great disconnect for God to just be like, I don't actually want to do anything, but I want to sound like I did. Yes, (laughs) And therein lies to me, us is these people are literally asking for help. And we're just saying like, you're just, you're too less than me for yeah. me to yes. make time for that. But also
3: at the same time, the destruction you can't escape. You can't escape yourself. Can't yeah, escape yeah, yourself, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So. And so they're stuck with it. Yeah. But I also like to. And like, also the
2: idea I won't hear their cries. That's like literally what we're doing for the yeah. above ground people. We're just straight up ignoring those. Cries. And the people below sanity. ground never make a sound. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yep.
3: <laughs> unless, unless, you know, the, the, I shouldn't say they don't ever use yeah. language. Yes. yes. Nobody
1: yeah. wants to riot. You said it earlier. Yeah. Yeah. Riots happen. Not because people are keen to riot. Yeah. Yeah. It's because they're flailing. Yeah. They have nothing left. And that's like what's happening here is this more clinically applied riot. It's planned, but yeah. it is just an uprising of like, we just have to be seen. Yeah. We cried out. You, you didn't help us because we were less than you. Well, now we're not. Yeah. Deal now, with it. Yeah. Now you're paying and attention And now we can't go, yeah. oh, yeah. you know, I, I, you know, I can't give change to everybody on the street, you know, which that's a real thing. You, you know, you can't be 100% charitable. Yeah. But. It's it's very easy yeah. to fall into the trap of, well, I'm not gonna do anything at all because then I have to do everything. Yeah. yeah. And it's like there is a middle there's a middle yeah. ground there that, that we fail to find, myself included.
2: Oh, it's that dumb thing where somebody is like, Oh, you need to save the dolphins. What about the dying trees? It's yeah. like look save something. As dude. long as I care about the dolphins, there's people to care about the trees too. Like everybody yeah. pick something to fucking yeah. care about. We can care about yeah. it all. Fix just something because, yeah, yeah. just
1: because you can't do a lot is not an excuse to not do anything. Yes. Yeah, well, yeah. what's and that one? No
3: one person can do everything, but everybody can do something? Yes. yes. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. 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 yeah but, I'm uh, full of them today. I got, I, love I, got, yeah. I got, I'm gonna start. What are you, In my grandma? Moment, though, <laughs> yeah, fuck.
3: We do see that moment uh, where
1: Elizabeth Moss's character, which tremendous performance for oh, her as uh, well. Yeah. Her and yeah. yeah. are so funny. Her Wonderful. silent scream yeah. is terrifying. Yeah. Um, her little personal surgery thing is terrifying. When Tim is just chasing Gabe and he's got the robe on and he's just crazy. Tim Heidecker really, really is really scary. So perfect to be cast for that because it's like, we need somebody
2: to be a perfect smarmy piece of shit white yeah. like guy that will also commit to being like a really weird, over-the-top zombie-like character. Like That's we need, terrifying. Yeah, we need you to yeah. do
1: both of those things. It's like, yeah, hi, call Tim Heidecker. Yeah, he's, like <laughs> he's the guy that does got him. that. Did, yeah. did you see... Uh, entertainment I did not Okay oh, all right was it inter- no not entertainment what was uh, the one uh, before that the comedy Yes yeah the no, director no. of that said like he chose Tim agree. he's like not because we needed him to be funny but we we know nobody drier <laughs> yeah, we yeah, know yeah, nobody yeah. who can do dry like that and that's what we needed I think yeah. that's the key like yeah it's he's awesome. animated but yes. it's what he said I just want to be in my comfy place <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, what about when he's looking outside and he's like oh my god there is something out there No, no right behind the car Oh shit What? and the wife gets scared yeah. and he's like it's it's OJ yeah, look, it's it's fucking OJ. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, I also
1: love.
2: I mean,
0: that, oh fuck you!
2: That in and of itself is a very interesting thing for Jordan Peele to write for a white guy to say as a joke. Oh yeah. yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like yeah. that that his joke is, ooh, there is something scary out there. You know what it is? That famous black man that, that we all think is murderer. scary yeah. Yeah. Like, that killed you know, like, that killed a white couple. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. That uh, that legally innocent black man yeah. that. Is guilty. Right. <laughs> gonna, yeah, yeah. That that's definitely it's nothing dead. scares it's white people su- more than that.
2: It's such a specific, interesting oh, joke yeah. for him oh, to yeah. have written for a white yeah. guy. I, li- I really like that. Yeah.
1: But my point about uh, Elizabeth Moss's character yes. is, they're in a moment where they're getting killed. She's crawling, looking for help, and so she reaches out to the one thing that she sees as above her, the Ophelia machine. He, yes, yes. And she says, "Help me, please. Call the police." Yeah. And it please, plays technology. Fuck the yeah. And yes. it's just it. it the technology almost literally says, "I uh, although they cry out to me, I will not listen to them. Yeah. Yeah. That is a real moment of Jeremiah oh, 11. Yeah. She cries for help and it's just like, fuck the police come yeah. straight from the
2: underground. I also like the idea that it's illustrating that like uh people with privilege like eventually get to the point where they actually like turn their authority over to mm-hmm. like other things. Mm-hmm. So like the like the Ophelia machine is just like
1: they've just turned their uh, like it's a- not as subservient to them as they expect <laughs> <Is that laughs> exactly yeah.
2: any power that they actually could have had over that situation they sort of Turn over to the Ophelia machine yeah. and expect it to do it for them, and it's mm-hmm. like, "What? No, well, I. That's not. What do you mean? Like, you could have done something about this, but I, I'm just a machine. I don't know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah,
1: you. You got to do better than yeah, just yeah. tell me what to do. Yeah. yeah. I, if you tell me what to do, uh, I might yeah.
3: misunderstand. Yeah. Do you guys know who the twins were? The actresses. I don't. No. I know that uh, it was dropped. on I me. Mean, they they were famous young actresses in something else. The that Olsen we've all Twins. Seen. No, no. 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 Hard no. <laughs> But, uh, no, I forget. Yeah, are you looking this up? Yeah, Kaylee Sheldon and Noelle Sheldon. But they're famous for doing something when they were little kids. Friends. Oh, yeah, they're the, the they twins the, from Friends. They were oh, the oh, no, friends. Friends. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah, funny. yeah.
1: Yeah, that's pretty much it. That's Everything it. Else no, that's literally like, it. Yeah, yeah, that's the one
3: I was thinking about. Yeah, that they were Emma
1: Geller, and then it's cut off, and if I click it off, the scroll too much. Yeah, <laughs> That was the babies, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah,
3: yeah. Also, side note, uh, Disney Plus just announced that it's coming out in September and is going to cost 7 bucks a month.
1: Wait, what's Disney Plus? Oh, that's going to be is, a streaming service yeah, that they're going to do all the Star Wars shows
2: on. Uh, I'm so. so
1: excited that that's going to exist so that as soon as it goes up streaming, you can steal it somewhere else. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, that's terrible. I don't advocate theft. Yeah. But... Uh, I also don't advocate absorbing every entertainment. I, was say, one I, Bruce, just, so, I know, can't bring myself to pay for that. I'm service. not going that. no, no, to pay for it. They said I'm going go go to someone's house who hasn't yeah. watched
3: Star Wars there. So, Jacob? Yeah. yeah we're yeah, all going to go to Jacob's house to watch <laughs> <just laughs> Star Wars. <laughs> we're simply like,
1: Jacob, we now need to have weekly viewing parties. Yeah, we'll smoke yeah. you out for access to Star Wars
3: and the Spider Man game. Best time ever.
1: Exactly. Yeah. I'm wondering if I Yeah, final thoughts. What
3: do we have to wrap up on us here? I My final thought is simple and it's simply that um it, we you, got, you you both nailed it across the board before and during recording where i'm so glad that i talked this out with people and here especially because walking out of the theater i didn't think this movie was as good as it definitely is mm. and no i should i should correct that it's not that i didn't think that it's just i didn't get it yeah, but yeah. then once you talk about it and you start having these conversations and you start going back and forth it's like oh fuck this movie is amazing. 2 yep. hours
1: of movie gave me literal weeks of entertainment. Yes. It's
3: fucking amazing. That's incredible. And Would- and I've seen other shit since then and I I still think of us. Oh, I like, totally. compare it to us. I, I
2: totally agree with that. Yeah. And and that, that to 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 pay uh, whatever respect for sewer whatever it's like this is the same thing that happened to me with Get Out, where mm-hmm. and, and maybe the reason that I still give Get Out the edge for me personally is just it's such a precise instrument that like you come out of it and you're like, that was amazing. Yeah, I know but, exactly what to make of that. But yeah. then two weeks later, you're still pulling it apart and having conversations with people mm-hmm. about it. That was also what Get Out gave us uh, like as far as sophomore slumps go or whatever that that weird mythology is, it's like it's non-existent here because nope. it's like, this gives me, this gave me all of the same things that get out gave me, and was like kind of a it was different enough that it was like its own sumptuous meal yeah, with yeah. like
1: its own look and style. And, and uh, you know, I, I can appreciate both of these I think movies. I could have are. dipped into the same thematic and commentary pool yeah. for five more movies and it still would have been sharp. Yeah. And instead he just like took a bold jump off yes, the deep end agreed. and nailed it. Yeah. Uh, I can't I wait to see what so he makes cool. next. Uh, yeah, exactly. There's no one wait. more perfect to do Twilight Zone. Both of these movies Agreed. are like, there's so many Twilight Zone episodes where I go, oh, that should be a full movie. And there's so many movies like like The Forgotten. Yeah. That movie's <laughs> like, whatever. Yeah. But that would have been a great Twilight Zone. Mm-hmm. Peel has found like two very Twilight Zone stories he's created and justified their length. Yeah. I, I, I haven't watched The Twilight Zone yet, but I'm very excited to watch it. I haven't that. either. Yeah. I
3: really want to, but you can't fucking find it anywhere. Like, you have to buy you gotta CBS. You got to have CBS All X. That's stupid. Yeah. Yeah. That's yep. so dumb. Yep. Fuck you, CBS.
1: I, um, I just liked this line. I don't, uh, I don't know how it applies, but, uh, when they first sit down after the um, after uh, the Heidecker family is killed, <laughs> girl, after the Heideckers are all killed, yes. <laughs> and they all sit there before they're arguing over who had the most kills, which is a very <laughs> funny awesome, conversation. Yeah. But um, when they, the reason they decide to turn on the TV and see how widespread the problem yeah. is is that Jason asked this question, and I quote, "How many of everybody is there?" Yeah, I love that line. I yeah. just love the way that that's written. How many of everybody is there? Yeah, and like the answer is there's two of everybody. Yeah, yeah. And to your thematic point, there is two of everybody. Mm-hmm. There's yeah us, yeah. and then there's me. You know? Yeah, and that's yeah. You know that you. It's just a cool line. I, I, that like, that yeah, stuck I like that. With yeah. me. That's I really, really good that line. Yeah. I, don't know if I Have anything else? Um, I really love that Home Alone line. That made me That is, is really so funny.
2: Hard. I in general I very much like Winston Duke in this movie so I love good. his yeah. goofy dad characters oh, like very funny to me
1: yeah they're actually just a really good family oh yeah um, and oh and that's the other thing too uh and I don't know if this is necessarily on there but what is the black criticism of white horror why is everybody splitting up yeah why are yeah, yeah, up? Yeah. let's stick together that's yeah. the way to do it they do that in cabin uh cabin in the woods and yes. they're like we should stick together and they put the gas in yeah. that makes it go, actually we should probably also split <laughs> up. Yeah. It's always so illogical. Their whole thing is they operate as like a team unit, a unit in a way yeah. that I've never seen. Um They do split up, but not for any, you know, not, they, they do it for strategic reasons. That yeah. make sense. Yeah. They do stick together. They're all huddled together, but uh I'm trying to think of an example. So, uh, you know, oh, uh, when they when the people are outside, the first thing that Adelaide says is, "Zora, put on your shoes." Yeah, I love that. You know, put on your like yeah. she knows this going. Yeah. Get your shoes on and do yep. this. Everybody has a plan, and then it's uh, as soon as he comes in, he locks the door. He goes, "Is the back door locked?" And yeah. Zora goes, "My window's open," and goes yeah. running. Yeah, and then she goes, "You stay with Jason. I'm going to go with her." And runs yep. up to do this. Yep. And they have just a really good dynamic. And I It's agree. no wonder that they survived because they are a really strong family that just listens to one another, hears one another and act in the interest of the group. Yes. And that is, you know, that is the criticism I guess of the the white people in the slashers. They don't act as a group. Yeah. They act as the jock, the slut, the yeah. virgin, and individuals. They acted as a family and as such survived. What was the biggest threat? Well, they had to pick apart the enemy family in order to get the upper hand. Right. It wasn't until uh I don't know what their last name is, but the Adelaide's family. It wasn't until they decided Okay, you go play with him in the closet. Yeah. You lead him out to the boat. Yeah. Zora, run. run. Yeah. Until they do that, then that family unit is weakened. Yeah. And they were able to get the upper hand. That is interesting. You know, Abraham's taken out of the picture. Now they've, you know, now they're losing their upper hand. It's... It's yeah, their family unit is primo yeah. stuff,
2: and I think I'm I'm talking out of turn here to some extent, where it's like I don't have this experience to comment on it, but I do think there's something about the the experience of being black in America that they're that Peel is probably commenting on there oh, too, yeah. where where the experience of being black in America is to like to need to group together mm-hmm. be, because you're just oppressed at every turn, and so and if you also were to try outsiders and, in this world, yeah,
1: the beach home is I don't want to say above their station, but Typically, not what we see in a horror movie when we think of people going to a ritzy beach home. We yeah. don't picture a black family. Right.
2: Yeah. That, I, I mean, I think that's a lot of what Peel is is trying to get at in this movie, is, is and, and in both of his movies, and, you know, it's definitely something he wants to do is like bring the
3: black experience to mm. just like the general because American public. You know, you know what's you know? interesting about that is the family in the beginning, yeah. Red, Red's family, yeah, Red's family yes, yes. in the very beginning when they're walking around is mm. breaking up. Yeah. The dad's oh, not yeah. paying any attention. Yeah. He's over here. The the mom and dad are arguing constantly. Over she goes wandering off and nobody yeah. notices and every other face on that entire pier is white. Yeah. 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 So, that's interesting. If that's where, you know, especially when Adelaide comes up, if that's her comparison, if that's mm-hmm. her tether, mm-hmm. she's like, "I'm not going to do that." we're going to stick together. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, We're going to go do this. Yeah. Yeah,
1: I can do better than what is put upon Mm -hmm. me. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Actually there was, I forgot there was another line there that talks about the idea of classing up when they reference, Oh, there's a movie being shot around here. You should go see if you can be an extra. Mm -hmm. And that's what she says to, to the, the dad is like, yeah, you should, you should go apply yourself and get us out of whatever this misery
0: is. (laughs) Go, go class up.
1: Yeah. It's interesting.
0: Yeah. Super Um, cool
3: movie. I love this movie. Super cool.
2: And, and it, it just, uh, just like get out it, like it grows in my estimation. The more I talk about it, the more oh, I think about it, the more I, know I reflect what I was on it. Say. Yeah.
1: about that last point about them just yeah. being, you know, out of place. Chris Rock has this great joke about how he always keeps a bag packed. Uh-huh. He's like, I got a bag packed at my door. He's like, because the paranoid to me being a wealthy Black American is that one day someone's gonna knock on my door and be like, Haha, "You thought all this was yours? Yeah, <laughs> we're taking it. <laughs> yeah. goes, nope, 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 no, 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 yeah. not how this works. But yeah. yeah, you can ta- you can have the bag. Go take your bag, but uh-huh. this isn't yours. We're yeah. taking it. I, yeah. that, that's so funny, yeah, hear. I mean, and that, that's kind of what I was
2: trying to get at is i I, I think that's a little bit what's happening here oh, like yeah. this they're they're trying to show us that like the, the black experience is like you can't you can't do anything on your own, you mm. need the support of other people to get anything done it's and you have to stick together because everything is a threat, <laughs> you know, like literally everything in your life is like a threat in some way to you
1: It's landing on the same thing that fast and the furious is landing on, yeah, family, yeah. It sure well, done. <laughs> yeah. well done well done cars yeah 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 <laughs> <laughs> they needed a car well they drove there they, they did, drive I mean, away oh right movie. back to where we started yeah. there you <laughs> go all <Full> circle <laughs> family <laughs> Baby, cars uh, us you can explain all <laughs> movies
2: that way yeah man put the
3: fast and furious lens on it that's true. Yeah. I'm, uh, I am I got to admit, I'm so fucking pumped to get to my list. Oh, yeah. yeah I'm ready yeah, for this, too. Yeah, so I it. think we're done on us, so we yeah. decided uh, in honor of the
1: scissors in in this list, in uh, this movie, <laughs> our list would be uh, some of our favorite weapons in the yes. film. Yes. Um, does anyone have any caveats as to how they selected them? I've, I've got no caveats. This was an easy list. When you
2: said, what are your favorite weapons in movies, my brain was like, oh, I know exactly which ones. And I I don't even want to throw some immediate examples that came up to me out, because I think they may be on other people's lists. But I think there are some very obvious ones that probably come to most nerds' minds as like, oh, this is like a weapon that we're all familiar with and love. I came up with too
1: many, and now I'm trying to cut.
2: Well, I I, I have a nice, succinct... These are definitely the five weapons that, like, at least right now in my brain, it's like, yes. And and so, no caveats of them, just like, these are like... To me, a cool movie weapon is, like, iconic in some yeah, yeah, yeah. way. It's yeah. like, I, when I think of the movie, I also think of the weapon. Or when I think of the weapon, I also think of the movie. Do you yeah. know I, I mean? went a For little
1: sure. bit iconography and a little bit... Some of mine are iconography like that. Yeah. Some of them are just, like, I really think about how fucked up the
3: weapon's effect sure. would be. Yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. And
1: then some of them I just think are neat concepts yeah, that are yeah. done well. So I tried to get a good one. Yeah, list. my cool.
3: only caveat was uh, that I didn't want to put any shooters in there. So oh, nothing right that shot yeah just because oh, like as soon as well as soon as like we started talking about weapons i was like all right and i started just firing off guns in my head yeah, yeah, yeah and yeah. i was like i'm gonna make this a little bit more complicated for myself sure nothing that can shoot okay. that's a good idea so that was just that was just mine i actually um, mine oh. actually falls into that without even i have one shooting it. one in mind yeah interesting yeah. cool yeah. cool yeah. i'm glad yeah i'm glad because
1: yeah. i can name like 30 oh yeah cool guns
2: uh some Gun. I literally was like, I started going through like, wait, okay, so Hellboy's gun has a name. Yeah, like I yeah. literally started going like, most Robocops of them don't even have has names. a name. it's oh, like yeah, the, you know, it's yeah. Like, yeah.
1: Um, the man with the golden gun <laughs> has a name. Yeah. Who so wants to start? Who's I'll start. Do it. it? Uh, one of my favorites because uh, this isn't your typical weapon, but I think it is used as a weapon, and I think it is iconography. You see. This here car is 100% death proof. <laughs> Fuck yeah, Only to one get one the of mine, benefit baby. of it, <laughs> you kind of got to be sitting in my seat. Yeah, yeah. that's Stunman I Mike's love. car in death Definitely
3: proof. Definitely
2: Awesome mine. weapon. Dude, Bones I love that. It. Boom. <laughs> well, good I'll, one. I'll throw my, that's your number five, we'll say. I'll throw mine out there too because it's very related. I have John Wick's car because oh, right in on. the beginning Bad of John Wick 2, he, he literally uses it as a weapon. Oh yeah, He like jumps in and out of it and kind of like, puts it into like power slides to like knock guys over
1: and yeah, so yeah it's yeah. like oh there's that great shot where it's like leaving from the ca- the camera in a power slide with the door open yes. and him stepping out of yeah, it it's oh, it's so yeah it's amazing he literally so perfect. uses his car as a
2: weapon it's one of my favorite things in movies like ever um so great cars we look <laughs> cars 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 family. cars, cars. cars. uh
1: Dan, I, give yeah. us another one <laughs> okay um so this it's funny because it's kind of a shitty movie but the way the weapon was used really fucked me up Uh but in the fly 2 with eric stoltz there's it's established that the teleporter's broken and basically going in one side you'll kind of get flipped inside out and turned into a you know i have no mouth and i must scream kind of (laughs) thing and so that happens to a guy and he knows it's coming but he gets thrown in the machine and so he's
0: no 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 (laughs) no no
1: it's so fucking oh cool, It's God. gnarly body horror, but it's as a you know. Where in the first fly, it was oh, I messed up and I used them machi- yeah. this machine wrong. This is the machine being weaponized and it fucked me up. I would not like not to an see awful movie, movie not a great movie, yeah. totally worth watching. Very rock gross. and roll, got to see it. Rock
3: and roll is
1: the term. Ian, give us
3: another one. Um... The predator's retractable knife arm gauntlet. Yeah, oh, that Man, big, that, that <laughs> big yeah. shoot. Yeah, when it that comes thing out is twice? fucking badass. Yeah. Because that's what it is. It comes out once and it's scary, and then it comes out that second time and it's like. Buck. Fuck, <laughs> Ooh, and it just goes through shit. That's, oh, that's so net. cool. I, I like think that. Rules. I, I almost think had
1: uh, the the Predator's like Ninja Star thing yeah, yeah, on yeah, yeah. it because yeah. yeah. that thing just splays yeah. sexy ladies yeah. into pieces. It's beautiful. <laughs> 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 I'm thinking of AVP Requiem where yeah. like one of the lead girls is like, "Let's go this way," and then she just gets pinned against <laughs> the wall by that yeah. thing. Well, that Maron. also
2: reminded me of um, Sulu's sword in uh, the 2009 yeah. Star Trek movie. That- yeah, very cool. Yeah, that's rock and roll uh i so i'll give you this is a uh, i maybe the most quote-unquote basic one on my list but um the bride's hatari hanzo sword yeah boy That's an honorable mention on my. who i love yeah. that thing i love those movies i think hatari uh, uh uh hattori hanzo is like such a great character absolutely his swords are like amazing they literally have their own like ringing sound yep. to them that is like unique to them i just sunny Chiba.
0: Oh yeah, yeah I absolutely. know, yeah. And uh, what's
3: so cool about that sword is that it is a character in y- the yes, movie. Yeah. Like absolutely. the sword is just as important as as the regular characters. Yep, love yeah, it. Good love one. it.
1: Yeah. Uh Dan, give us another. Oh um. Oh, the um captive bolt gun cattle execution device from No Country oh, for All Men yeah. man, yeah. Oh, that yeah. thing is fucked up. That's especially a fucked the up, guy yeah. he pulls over at the beginning. It yes. just kind of puts it on his head and the guy looks at it confused. Done. Yeah. yeah. Boom. Just boom, and that is considered in the meat processing industry. That's the humane way to take mm-hmm. out a cow because it's painless and it's instant. Right. But man, oh man, when it's applied like that, it just feels so cruel. Yep. Yeah. And uh, it's it's silent. It's scary. It's clean. It's efficient. And the only way that any of the victims even know what it is is in the split second before they're dead from it. <laughs> yes. It's yeah. awesome. Yeah. But yeah, it's, I, I wrote it down as a cattle executor, and then I had to Google it. It's called a captive bolt gun. Because the bolt goes in and retracts. Yeah. Uh So uh it can be reused over and over. Just. Jesus. Yeah. That's so metal. That's good. Um, It is made of metal. (laughs) (laughs) So glad you enjoyed that. I don't remember (laughs) having kids, but apparently I'm a dad. (laughs) (laughs) So
3: so this one is just as much of a weapon as it is a tool, Um, but it's one of my favorite things. In movie history of all time, and that is Indiana Jones whip. I thought I thought honorable mention for me. I'll keep that off. (laughs) I uh, I absolutely love Indiana Jones. When I was a little kid, I used to I had the hat from Disney World, Mm -hmm. and my whole family used to get super pissed because I would uh, take all of their shoelaces off of their shoes (laughs) and tie them together and run around the house at like seven years old, like like whip and shit. And I I love this
1: visual, dude. My
3: sister and my mom would be like. Damn it. My, <laughs> yeah. my dad would be trying to go to work, like my fucking boots. And I'd be like, ba, dam, just like jumping off of my bed and shit. It was That's uh, incredible. <laughs> That's so good. <laughs> yeah, man. I can so picture it. Yeah. Well, I still do it today. You look exactly the same in my memory. <laughs> yeah. You're just
1: you're just like further away just from <laughs> me. Yeah, yeah, So you're a littler. I'm like a hobbit. Yeah, yeah. just a little bit further. It's just still you. You've got facial hair, you <laughs> got the glasses. So.
2: I love that. I thought about that too. That was He's like, like yeah, one of the first yeah, things that yeah, came to mind. Yeah. No yeah. ticket! Ha ha ha! Oh, that's good. Uh okay. <laughs> Kalima! <laughs> Kalima <laughs> This is my. I'm gonna uh, make a movie one
0: day. (laughs) You'll see. (laughs) You'll see. You'll see. Like the dead (laughs) giveaways.
2: That's the dog's name. This is my only gun one. uh, And I just, uh, I've been re watching these movies recently. And I couldn't, as soon as you brought this up, I was like, "Uh, yeah, that's going on my list. (laughs) Well, I thought about a few things from this series, but the thing I went for was the Gatling gun that is removed from a
1: drone by The Rock. By The Rock's broken arm. (laughs) So badass. It's amazing. Uh, he, He. we don't even see him steal the ambulance. I figured it would either be that
2: or the wrench.
1: I, I, I thought about the
2: wrench. The other thing I considered, because I just watched Fast Five last night, is the blowtorch that a guy tries yeah. to use on Brian in the beginning. Oh, yeah. That is like legitimately. I was like, oh, fuck. That's like, that's yeah. fucked. That's hardcore. Yeah, yeah. Yo,
1: Fast Five rules.
2: It's, it's I love when she's
1: like, I'm pregnant. It's like, you should probably look back on the two hours of parkour <laughs> yeah. leading up to this moment. Yes. You may not be pregnant. You're also,
2: <laughs> you're also standing in a sewer. Like,
1: yeah, yeah she says that in a sewer. <laughs> yeah. And I believe it's after... After she, like, jumped through a roof. Yeah, you should should see a doctor now. Go see a doctor. Hop in a car. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And go get your family checked out. Yeah, exactly.
2: Yeah. That is, uh, man, that's one of my favorite visuals, is him picking a Gatling gun up from a drone that he just destroyed with an ambulance that he drove into it (laughs) off of a bridge. (laughs) Because daddy's got to go to work. Daddy's got to go to work. Toretto. That's, so <laughs> That's the best. There's fire <laughs> on the skyline. that
1: looks out the window. That can mean only one thing. Toretto. Toretto. Doesn't that make <laughs> you a villain? Uh, yeah, if, yeah if, exactly. If a burning city is synonymous with your yes, name. exactly. But no, no, no. Nope. He says that with a grin. <laughs> Toretto. <laughs> Toretto. Daddy's got to go to work. Yeah, <laughs> yeah
2: so good. Give where me three. At? Uh, where are you, buddy?
1: How many are we have left? I think this is number four. Okay. Uh, out um, of five. We'll treat it like that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Joker brand products. Oh, I love that dude. Oh, good and one. Dude, that that's so good. Is, well, because what's so good is that you don't know it's a weapon, and then it once it becomes common that it's a weapon, the running gag in the in the movie is that like the newscasters have no makeup. Yes, yes. Everybody becomes disheveled. Actually, in in. Comparison to us, everybody loses their mask. Right, except right, Batman. Right. <laughs> and um, and the Joker essentially. Yeah. And uh, yeah, because of Joker brand products. But what a great weapon. A weapon that you can trick your victim into using on themselves. That yeah. is an insidious weapon. Oh, well, I like oh. that. So yeah. it's super cool. Good and it's market. like that's straight from like the pages of the comic book. Oh yeah. That oh, is, yeah. That is I, just Joker I immediately brand thought of the little stuff. chattering teeth.
2: Yes. Yeah yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. Yep. I was actually I was trying to explain to Jenny the other day why Nicholson is my favorite. Joker, and yeah. I think he's closest to the real Joker. And I use the teeth as the reason why. Yeah. I was like Ledger killed it. Don't get me wrong, yeah. but in terms of like the Joker, I picture him. You know, you wouldn't hit a guy with glasses? Huh? Le- it, Ledger, you know, it's so good. He's still so witty. He's still so witty. Yeah, he's a
2: clown. Yeah, and, and Ledger's Joker would never pull a toy out. I don't think to to yeah, do no. anything. Oh, dude, how great is know.
3: it when he pulls out that giant? The the sh- oh, like yes. six yeah. foot long yeah. barrel revolver. Yes. Blam! Like yeah. that's so
1: cool. Yeah. he stole my balloons. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He stole my balloons. <laughs> yeah. Bob, gun. he shoots <laughs> yeah, Bob. Yeah. So good. Man, Batman rules. Yeah. And yo, that is the only movie that you know when people don't turn that shitty HD setting off on their TV oh, yeah, and yeah, it yeah. looks like soap opera. It works for Batman. Yeah, Weird. watch it, it with looks that. like it a looks comic great. book. yeah, yeah it really works. Yeah. yeah, the colors popping because my dad way. doesn't know how to turn that off, and that was <laughs> yeah. on. And I was like, I'm not even gonna start this fight. This looks really cool. Yeah. Uh, that's interesting. So, that and Boardwalk Empire were the
3: only two things huh. that I was like, that looks pretty legit. Hmm. Um, my yeah. next one, yeah. which is. Uh, and oh, I'm so glad that you brought up the Home Alone reference uh, us because it's what made me think of my next one. And that is the paint can swinging yeah, down the stairs dude. in Home Alone. Yeah, dude. Because what kid didn't see that shit and go, oh, I can swing a paint can down the stairs and knock somebody the fuck out? I'm going to steal me some shoelaces. And yeah. Break this up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Everybody, shoelaces. Yeah. But uh, I just, I think it's so, it's so iconic and it's so funny. And like that, uh, all of the obviously all the hits in Home Alone. Are super funny just because, like, 90% of them would kill a fucking person. Uh Like, there's a video online about that. Yeah, like, doctors. It's a bunch of doctors that are like, oh, that's a a face fracture. Like, (laughs) your whole face is destroyed. (laughs) That's a third degree burn on his face. But he just falls backwards and is like, oh. (laughs) <laughs> like, it's, it's fucking wonderful. What's he like again? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's perfect. It's yeah. the he makes. And <laughs> so, like, just taking, you know, the a child's ingenuity, paint can, I fucking love it. I love it. that. And
1: if there is ever a perfect distillation of what a sequel is, it's that in the first movie, he hits them each with a paint can. Or he, maybe only hits Marv. I don't know. In the but second yes. movie, they expect the paint cans and dodge them, and then he... Has a giant metal rod yes. that he swings. <laughs> like that's that's how you sequel. Yeah, yeah. Is yeah. Give them what they like, then yeah. one up it. Yeah, yeah <laughs> like exactly. Try to one up it, and it's not as satisfying, but you appreciate yeah. the the yeah. one up. It's, it's still it fun. Is. Yeah, it's 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 still a broken face. Yeah. <laughs> I think we've talked about this before, but man,
2: my favorite thing is in Home Alone two when he's straight up. Throwing bricks off of a roof <laughs> at Marv's face—he's just eating
1: them. <laughs> that is like—that
2: is—you are literally trying to murder a man. Yep. There's like no way around this. You are throwing bricks off of yeah. a roof at his face. <laughs> That's murder. Yeah, it's murder.
1: It isn't funny. It is so funny. I'm trying
0: to
1: connect. Oh. What's he thin <laughs> yeah. but then Marv has the ah! yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> Daniel Stern is like amazing. Yeah.
1: <laughs> oh, that was actually I know it's a, a beloved gag, you know, when he gets electrocuted yes. or electric shocked. Electrocuted <laughs> is when you die from it. A lot of people oh, don't well, know no. that. Yes, electrocution, execution. Uh, uh, electric shock is when you don't die. Uh, something that something like to this. throw out there for the grammar nerds. Or <laughs> oh, when you he gets, know. when he turns into the the you know, uh, yeah he turns into a skeleton, skeleton version of himself that is so funny but that was the first time growing up where I was like that actually doesn't fit the reality of this movie like, <laughs> it, just, it doesn't Yeah, and even and I didn't know what words to describe that with yeah. but that was the first time I had that feeling now I don't care it's hilarious yeah, 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 yeah. and it looks like the skeletons from the uh, Grateful Dead video uh, I don't know what it called? it's called You know the one. I don't think I do. Something gray is in the title. Whatever. Oh, oh. Gray Matter. Yeah, no, no, no. Gray's
3: Anatomy. No, fucking. Oh, Christ.
1: The Grays from space. (laughs) I mean, this all could be Grateful Dead songs.
3: I hope it's called The Gray.
1: It's Grateful Dead. It's called. God damn it. It's not their top hits. Touch of Gray. Touch that red. music video is like puppet skeletons really poorly done singing okay. that song. That's fine. But that's what I think of when I <laughs> see it. Mav. Mav. You know I'm as old as he was in Home Alone? Oh, shit. boy. Yeah. He How was old
3: thirty I'm 34. Oh, man. I'm going to be 34 soon. Nice. I'll be yeah. 35 soon, which is
0: fucked up. <laughs> that's weird. Dude, one of my coworkers
1: the other day, I made a reference to call waiting and he was like, what's call waiting? Oh, and I'm like, no. oh, I forgot you're 22. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta go. I gotta go. <laughs> what's Home Alone? <laughs> I'm gonna quit my job and then kill myself because my life's over anyway because I'm a senior citizen. <laughs> well. <laughs> my number four. It's a good follow-up. Can you tell I'm a little anxious? Uh, I feel
2: like, Dan, I was like, this one occurred to me like last second and I was like, Dan knows I'm gonna put this on my list. I feel like you know this is on my list. Uh, I'm gonna refer to it as The Beast from Mandy the oh, fucking I yeah, insane list, yeah. fuck heavy yeah. metal axe that I Nicolas specifically Cage specifically put it on
1: my list cuz i knew it would be there oh yeah, yeah he, so he forges
2: it he himself forges <laughs> a heavy metal axe to so fucking good.
1: whip at people's heads I,
2: it's
3: amazing i just the be- that movie is so a, fucking rock best. and roll because best. he's like i have to go exact revenge right after i forged this oh, yeah. entire yeah. fucking weapon yes. which n- it has to takes weeks who the fuck and I it's mean, solid. Nicolas
1: oh, Cage. So good. Wonderful. I would say Wonderful. that that is the second best weapon in that movie because I like the 30 the foot long tick? penis chainsaw. <laughs> yeah, 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 like
0: yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. Insane. Yeah uh oh, the knife also deck
1: isn't, isn't self-welded, yeah, and yes. I think that yeah. the self-weld or self uh, forging is the yeah, word. Exactly, is definitely the way yeah. to go. Indeed, indeed. Yeah, I just uh, and yeah, I, I, I knew think that would be there. The
2: song Yolnir or, or whatever it's called. Well, the song <laughs> that plays under <laughs> it is called "The Beast," so I've no, decided
1: that that's probably what that uh, I that think refers it is. to. I think yeah. it. the Beast. That's yeah. what we'll call it. Uh, what's
2: your number one, Dan?
1: Man, I have all these other ones that I want to mention that I won't.
2: <laughs> well, we can we we can do a quick round of uh, uh, honorable, honorable mentions. mentions. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I,
1: so there's a scene in the Hurricane Heist. Oh, I haven't seen uh, this uh, yet, Rob where Cohen. There's, yeah, Rob Cohen, the Hurricane Heist, where there is. Uh, oh, I know what you're about. A hurricane happening, and they're trying to get the bad guys. I don't remember. It's really dumb. It's great. It's so much fun. It's the worst movie. It's the I best. really want to see it. Uh, but in my head, I'm going. Wait a minute. Are they about to throw these hubcaps? into a hurricane in order to turn them into high-speed shurikens to cut the bad guys down? Yes, they are. (laughs) And (laughs) And that is exactly what they do. They throw hubcaps into the hurricane, and it's from the wind, and it's just chopping bad guys up, and it's just, yeah. Ninja star hubcaps forced through the air by a hurricane. God, I love <laughs> everything no about that weapon. God, I love everything about that. It's, it's amazing, so that crazy. Movie. Yeah.
0: No, but, uh, <laughs> here's
1: the thing. But I do. Well, that's the thing. I it was a movie past movie, and I'm yeah. totally glad I saw it because it's like 75 minutes of just hurricane. Like no bones about it. Yeah. you should watch it because it's. It is exactly the movie that it presents. And if you are there to receive that movie, you will receive it happily. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's, the, that's the space to uh-huh. take it. That's awesome. I Ninja Star hubcaps fueled by a hurricane. I want it. Yeah. Badass. Oh, yeah. And I believe it's a Toby Hebble throwing yes. this. So that's, that's pretty cool. It's
3: pretty cool. Um, my uh, number one is very masturbatory. Oh. Um, because it's the only other movie that I can think of that uses a bowling pin as a weapon, oh. other than dead giveaway, mm, and that's the I'm end finished. of their will be blood. <laughs> <Yep. laughs> yeah, I love that. That shit is great. That yes, shit is hardcore. So it it is, the movie rules. It is so fucking good. And like, I just—I I think I talked about it on our group chat the other day. I just rewatched it the other day because it was on, and I caught it in the first thirty seconds, and I was like, "Well, this is what I'm doing for the next three hours." Yeah, and. Every single shot of that movie is fucking perfect. The oh, yeah. Ending of that movie is fucking I love perfect. That movie. And I completely forgot, because I haven't seen it in a bunch of years, mm-hmm. I completely forgot that he kills him with a fucking bowling pin. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, I fucked somebody up with a bowling pin in my movie. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So that's therefore. <laughs> so uh, that's, man, yeah. Bowling pins, if you've ever held one, man. Yeah, you know, it'll fuck somebody up. Yeah. Well, come see Dead Giveaway. <laughs> Bastard in a basket! (laughs) Bastard in a basket! Oh
1: man, (laughs) fucking love. There will be blood. Is just. I've abandoned my boy! I've abandoned my boy!
3: I've abandoned my child!
1: Whack! And he's just. Oh my god! What does it make him scream about? Like, uh, like God is an illusion or something like that. He makes him reject God or something. Yeah. Yeah. Say God is an illusion.
3: Say it like you're like you're in front of your procession. Say it it to all of your people. Shout it! He's just mad drunk with power. Fucked up. It's so good. So and he just
0: i'm finished he he hits him with the
3: pin and then he looks at him for a while before he fucking picks it up and hits him again like he takes his time he he knows that he's not dead and he just knocked him out and then he's like fuck it yeah and then offs him with a goddamn bowling pin which is so brutal yeah i love it I, hashtag... watch that movie. I wish it wasn't late. I'd watch that uh, movie. Know, yeah. Hashtag yeah. I mean, pins so dude, and dead giveaway. For my
1: 1999 piece for Cinema 76, I'm yeah. doing Magnolia. Oh yeah, because it's the yes. only reason ah. I'm ever gonna sit through it again. But I'm like legit excited to like dig yeah. into that because it's be right so long. Yeah. Right on. But I
3: really gotta watch some their Movie Blood again. Yeah. Fuck yeah.
2: Okay. So my last this my last one. You guys need to know that I could have made my number one could have been my entire list. I could have said separately Jackie Chan's Hands. Jackie Chan's feet, (laughs) Jackie Chan's knees, anything that's in Jackie Chan's hands. Anything (laughs) in the room with Jackie Chan (laughs) while he's fighting? Instead, I said Jackie Chan in any Jackie Chan movie is the number one movie weapon 100%. Ever. Yeah, that's the correct answer. <laughs> yeah, 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 fucking yeah. great. Literally
1: yeah. anything in this room would be a weapon that he would destroy us with. Absolutely. And it'd be like hilarious doing it. I would have a
2: microphone in the back of my throat that he'd yeah. be like pulling me along by cord with. And would he have, would like jump over seven
3: things <laughs> before he got to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. It's perfect. Anko. <laughs> Anko. Rubs his, uh, uh, rubs his shins. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a big, big move. Yep,
1: that's so good. So yeah, oh, Jackie Chan. Honorable wonderful. mentions that I had are the Holy Hand Grenade from of course, of, of, the course holy of course, of course. Um, the Vaporizer from War of the Worlds. Sure. It's oh, I like that. Yeah. Um, and then the Oxygen Destroyer, the machine that they used to kill Godzilla oh, in the original Godzilla. Yeah, that's ah. really good. Uh, the Oxygen Destroyer, because it's this high concept science yeah. thing, and It's like the only thing that has ever killed Godzilla. (laughs) Everything else, military, other Godzillas, Mecha Godzillas, (laughs) nothing stops him. But uh, that oxygen destroyer worked. I,
2: I I had uh, the obvious Star Wars ones that I was like, got to be honorable mentions. Lightsaber and Han's blaster are, I think, two of like the most iconic movie weapons. Jason's uh, machete, Freddy's glove, Michael Myers. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, that's the stuff that I left out. So it's like, all right. Yeah, yeah. um,
3: Yeah. My honorable mentions, I only had two. Uh, one of them is the I forget the character's name, but he has the notched club with the rock on the end and gangs in New York. Oh mm. yeah, that yeah. thing was fucking badass.
1: And then uh, what's his name? Same guy beats him to yeah, death well, yeah, with his exactly. own weapon. It yeah. was John
3: C. Riley, wasn't it? Uh, no, 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 no. It was um. It's been a while <sighs> since fuck. I've seen it's it. It's not John C. Riley, but I can see how you would mistaken. Yeah. um But yeah, so that's why I left it out. is because I was like, I already have uh, Taylor Day-Lewis killing somebody. (laughs) (laughs) Um, (laughs) uh, I actually, and the other one that reminded me of that was in um, Green Inferno when he has that giant bone thing and he's just breaking the dude's bones calmly. You remember that shit? Yeah. Yeah, like... Uh, just because it's not necess- he's using it as a tool and not a weapon, but man, that's fucked up. Yeah. Just like slowly breaking him as he goes up. It's a meat tenderizer. Exactly. Ooh, ooh. And the last one. Have you seen one, Green Inferno? No. You should watch it. Green yeah. Inferno someone who fucking rocks. If you enjoys what yeah. Eli Roth is putting out there, yeah. you should do it. Yeah. 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 I still
1: got to get you on the Hostel movies, man. Yeah, I know. Hostel 2 At does some, point.
3: some real interesting Hostiles gender roles, so which is good. a lot of fun. At some point, it's so good. Um, and it's my so last one, one is the Independence Day alien spaceship. <gasps> oh, that's a dude, of course, choice. that's a really yeah. good one. They uh, those things fuck shit up. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, and that's I think still the Independence Day because uh, I love global disaster movies. Yeah. It's just <laughs> like yeah, one yeah. of those things I have in my in my bones where I, I just want to see everything get fucked up. <laughs> well, don't let like... it
1: trick you into seeing a Geo Storm because <laughs> there's one thing wrong with that title. It never there ain't happens. no motherfucking there's no storm, storm. That Yeah, no That's why storm. I was there. Yeah. If I wanted to watch Gerard Butler, Jerry Butts Punch Space, <laughs> I could watch any movie he's in. Yeah. But I want to see a Geostorm. Yeah, but we it. yeah, it's
3: like 2012. Like that 15-minute period oh, yeah. where they're just flying around and shit's getting fucked. Shit it's so wonderful. <laughs> yeah. But like that that 15 or 20-minute scene of just cities around the world yeah. getting completely destroyed by these alien spaceships and then them calmly flying away. I love it. I think it's wonderful. That is one. Yeah. Independence All Day, day is so much fun. It's I a love good movie. movie. It's, a
1: it's so cheesy, but like purposefully and wantonly yeah. so. It's just wonderful. Oh, yeah. yeah, the movie rules. It,
2: it is the perfect Roland Emmerich movie. Yeah, do you know oh, what I mean? Yeah. It's fun. like yeah.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. That is like that is him at peak. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. absolutely.
3: Yeah, that's what I got, man.
2: Well, thank you for fucking being here, buddy. I and can't thank you guys enough. Promote know. your movie again. I can't imagine anyone's still listening, but if they are, please <laughs> let them know. How long have we been doing this? Uh, two hours and seventeen minutes, eighteen Fuck. minutes now.
3: People Perfect. are listening. Um, Perfect. Yeah. Uh, dead giveaway. Dead. May. Uh, May tenth, six thirty p.m. at the Gershman as a part of the Philadelphia Independent Film Festival. Come see some funny shit. Yeah. So um, people, where to like find yeah, you and the movie online? Yeah. Follow uh, Instagram is our is our number one. So Instagram at Shoestring Gold Films, uh, or we're on Twitter at Shoestring Gold, and. Uh, Facebook, I think we still have it. Shuster and Gold, but Instagram's kind of the spot. Cool. Um, which it upsets me that you two don't use your. You don't even have one. I think Man, I do. You're from a fucking like movie guy, dude. Ago? Oh, dude, get yeah. on it. It's a visual. Yeah. It's a visual Twitter. Yeah. It's wonderful. Yeah, I want to do um, it. Mine's yeah. just a gimmick. Account, don't do that. And yeah, I think I'm <laughs> abandon the gimmick
1: and just do regular Instagram. Yeah, it's but, really nice because I love my gimmick, but I'm like all over it. Yeah, yeah. I love <laughs>
3: yeah. it too. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's where you can find it. That's where you can come see the movie, check it out. It's it's going to be a really really fun time i can guarantee it i'm very excited i can't wait to be there yeah.
2: and see your movie with a crowd i can't thank it's you guys so enough. fun yeah. yeah we used to eat ribs with this dude
1: <laughs> but we didn't have a clue oh it's so good <laughs> it's so good give away dark man that's yeah, like, it's fucking dark it's like one of the darkest things ever yep. to come out of the internet is a goofy remix of a guy talking to the news about his neighbor who yeah. imprisoned women for a decade yeah yeah <laughs>
3: it's insane jesus christ
2: well, why don't you plug <sighs> your, yourself, Dan? Bunch of white folks <laughs> running in. <laughs> I
1: forget how the song goes. It's so good. I don't um, remember. At Dan Scully on Twitter, uh, mm-hmm. Letterboxd, all that fun stuff. Check out Cinema76.com yeah. uh, for all the fun stuff we do there. Check out findy.com I'm going to be covering Spring Fest this weekend. Mm-hmm. So there's going to be write-ups of, of a bunch of movies that are going to be coming out later this year. And uh, oh, And also, there's still a Kickstarter or GoFundMe or whatever going for Johnny Depp a retrospective on late stage capitalism (laughs) Yes. this is a play written by directed by and starring my girlfriend and it is going to Scotland to be in the Edinburgh Fringe Fest and so uh, she needs some money to she needs money (laughs) to (laughs) make that happen and uh, so if you can donate or share that would be appreciated I cannot tell you what the link is but it's under GoFundMe. Johnny Depp slash capitalism. It'll be somewhere on that first two pages of Google. Guaranteed. So yeah, Johnny Depp, a retrospective on late stage capitalism. Very fun So check that out.
2: Yeah. Uh you can find me on Twitter at filmadelphia I'm on letterbox.com slash filmadelphia. I'm still reviewing everything I watch. Um head over to Farsightedblog.com where I finally finished my Splatter Matter series on Herschel Gordon Lewis. That was like a three-year project. It it, it was a two-year project. (laughs) I watched 14 Herschel Gordon Lewis movies. Wow. Uh, And... uh, (laughs) You know five of them were worthwhile and uh you know you can read through all of that but i the thing that i'm now very proud of with that series is you can really like watch me develop as like a writer and a a sort of movie goer Mm -hmm. somebody who's getting more interested in exploitation movies as i get deeper into his filmography
1: and appreciating them more i think there's like an interesting kind of thing if you because it took me two years it warms my heart considerably when we first started the show, you said, "And I quote, ah, I was never really that into horror." <laughs> yeah. Now you're wearing a shirt with a VHS of like a whole bunch of John Carpenter uh-huh, horror yeah. movies on it, yep. talking about how you just spent two years writing about Hershey, Gordon Lewis. <laughs> yeah. Life's good, man. Yeah, it's <laughs> could yeah. be happier. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah.
2: Uh, so yeah, please check that out over on Farsideofblog.com. I'm on Cinema76.com. Uh, uh, I have a review of High Life that should be up there as you're listening to this. Uh, that I'm pretty I really proud can't of. Wait to see that. It's it's. Fac- I'm gonna read your review before it comes
1: out just because hey. I want. Anything. Yeah. It, yeah.
2: Um, uh, my review is very spoiler free. There there are details in it that the trailer doesn't give you, but th- there's nothing I could do to spoil this movie for yeah, you. Yeah. And honestly, I-, I could literally describe every moment of it for you, and you'd watch it and be like, that was nothing like what you said it was. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, it, it is, it,
1: it's totally fascinating. It's such a weird thing, too. Like when you get like an embargo thing that's like, make sure you don't talk about plot points in yeah. your review. It's like, well, I'll just go fuck myself then. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> what do, you, what do yeah. you want me to do? I, like it's, just thumbs up or thumbs down, is that what we're boiling this down to? Yeah. It is so I will read it. I it, trust that you won't ruin it.
2: It's it's honestly also a movie where it's like even after seeing it, it's like I I don't know what to tell you about mm. it. You know what I mean? So like to to for it to be totally devoid of details literally would be like, I saw this movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Review over. <laughs> you can, too, if <laughs> yeah, you would yeah. like. Yeah. If you wouldn't like, that yeah. is also an option. <laughs> yeah. I, w- w- I, I really like my review because I think it, it without being spoilery, spoilery does, I, I hope, give people a reason to see the
1: movie. I look forward that- to I think that is the ultimate goal of the critic, Yeah, yeah. is give someone a reason to see the movie. Or a reason why you didn't like it, but they should still go see it if they right. want to. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. I look forward to reading it, man. Yeah. I can't wait. I'm excited. That should be up on Cinema 76 as you're listening to this. Uh, and uh, yeah, follow us on, on social media and online. Send us an email I like two movie at gmail.com. That's the numeric two. Um, Facebook, Twitter, uh, Tumblr, everywhere at I like two movie,
3: numeric two. Ian, thanks again. Bye. You guys are two of my favorite people. Thank <laughs> you so much. Oh. We love You're you. You're my buddy. hero. You yeah. made, a, you made fucking a fucking movie, movie dude. And, on that, and, and I like it. Yeah, like, and that's, I like it movie. So cool. Yeah. You you like I would a movie be. A good movie I ago. would be absolutely remiss if I didn't say that I didn't just make that movie. That a yeah, lot please. of a yeah. lot of people worked very very hard and did a really wonderful job. Uh, everybody on that team really got together and did a wonderful job, and I'm very grateful. So we made a movie. Yes. Very much. But we got to thank you in the credits. Yeah. 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 You're in there.
2: Hell yeah. Well, uh, thank name, you guys. Yeah, thank you, buddy. My name is Garrett Smith, and I
1: like to movie, movie.
3: We used to eat ribs with <laughs> this dude,
1: but we didn't have a clue. Okay, my name is Dan Scully, and I like to movie, movie. My
3: name is Ian Kimball, and I like to movie, movie. And
1: we all know that you like to movie, movie because we,
2: we
3: like, like
1: to movie. movie.
0: Dead giveaway. Dead giveaway. <laughs> uh. I don't know
1: any more words to it. <laughs>